Are you ready? Can't crush us. It don't really get no better than this. The podcast that you're looking for. If you're really heavy in the wrestling, hosted by the mark. Energy that's so amazing. Gotta keep it entertaining. Rep the can't crush a nation. Yeah, you know what's going down in the ring. Lights out when you hit a ding ding. Knock them out like boom, bada bing. Hold it down, you can crown me the king. Gotta shout out to the Miz and Duke the Dumpster. We choke slamming everybody. Power driving, hit them with a face buster. Yeah, yeah. This the show you need an and it ain't no need for waiting. Mark, hold it down for the can crush a nation. All about wrestling and keep it entertaining. Can crushers wrestling podcast. Time to break them. Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can crushers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can crushers. Let's go. This is Shalonse Royal. And if you're not listening to Can Crushers, like, what are you doing? You need to listen. You have to listen. Welcome back to Can Crushers Wrestling Podcast. I am Mark the Mark Martinez. This is Sir Michael Jenks, who may be in a better mood than me this week. Uh, We'll get to all of that here. Uh, We tried for the worst week ever, I think, for both of us, but... You yeah. definitely, you definitely succeeded. I think. I don't know. I don't, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's success or what it's called, but it's definitely shitty. How's your day going right now, buddy? Oh man, day right now. I'm living in a snow globe that is shaking up and keeps dumping on us. Uh, yeah. So that's where my day is right now. Thinking at least in the teens up here in uh, parts unknown, and looking to get a whole hell of a lot more over the next day or two. Teens and inches or teens in teens picture. Teens and inches. It's only it's upper twenties here, but teens and inches definitely getting hammered. Not as much as Buffalo, which is a few hours north of me, but Buffalo is getting railed right now by snow and everything. Um but yeah, what about your neck of the woods? How are you doing today in your neck of the woods? It's sitting at about 33 degrees roughly and we have a dusting i guess we might have gotten Mm. one or two so nothing it doesn't matter this isn't really where i was going already it doesn't matter people forget that if you live in pennsylvania by november the snow is going to fall and they forget how to drive they forget that there's snow that can i come on i gotta go off of that let me go off of that because within a mile stretch, I had perfect examples of this. On the main road I was turning off of, we have a Walgreens, and I had turned the corner, and I was coming up on where this entrance for a Walgreens is, and this guy whipped right out of the Walgreens, slams on his brake in my lane, trying to turn across the road even further. So I had to swerve to avoid that. I get past the light. Another guy comes from my left side, crosses three lanes of traffic to in with the coming down and gets in front of into the turning lane. And I'm like, holy hell, what the hell else is going to happen? Never think that people don't even talk. Think about it. Don't talk about it because I get to the stoplight. Mark, there's a truck in front of me. It's all backed up at least three blocks. Don't know what's going on, but traffic's backed up three blocks. I see a bus. School bus coming up this behind me. I'm like, okay, they're getting in the turning lane. I'm like, I can get over. Nobody's coming up out behind them. I'll do that, right? 
the truck in front of me decides it's a great idea at the same time this bus is coming to make a left-hand turn on top of the bus. He has to... So then they both see each other, nearly missed each other. The truck goes up into a snow mound and drives on through. And the bus had to stop in the middle of the intersection waiting for this truck to figure out its life. And what? that was... Yeah. that I, I said a mile. It was about a half a mile. Of just Still, pure insanity. It was pure insanity. I know insanity. where you're at, too. I, yeah, you know exactly. Picture, I know exactly yeah. where you're at. And it was a fucking crapshoot. And I'm like, are you shitting me right now? So they're out up here in parts unknown. The assholes are out. The jackasses are driving. It's fucking ridiculous up here. It's mad, it's mad, mad world. There's just so much shit going on right now. Why is it the first snowfall, all these idiots come out and they just... I just got a license yesterday. It's like, pan- they like panic. They, they for go get some lottery tickets and fucking smokes. Ex- exactly. They they're like, oh my god, I'm losing my shit. I gotta go to the store. I gotta. It's Armageddon all over again. And then, you know, on top of that, I'm pretty sure 75 percent of them forget that winter's coming and forget they need new tires or they have to get tires. So they're gonna fucking. Now they're swerving all over the road because their tires aren't working properly. And now all the tire places are going to be flooded for Thanksgiving week. Just trying to get them in. I'm thankful I got mine last week and I avoided that. I was smart. I'm like, I know it's coming and I know I need them. So I better get it done and over with. And I did it as soon as I could. So H. Yeah. Yeah. Today was major hemorrhoids on my ass today. That's for sure. But Yeah. So fun oh, times. Yeah, fun times. Oh man. All right, guys. Uh now that I'm climbing okay. my soapbox right now. Do it. <laughs> so I have a beef this week. And let's start uh Wednesday night at six thirty. If you know me personally, you know some of this. But let's go. Wednesday night, six thirty, Mark is sitting in this exact spot, getting set to do an interview. Headphones on. Boom! What the hell was that? Wife comes barreling down the steps. Your car was just hit. Your car was just hit. No. Fuck my life. I go out. There's this minivan. That's the nose is essentially five feet in front of me. I look my rear driver's side tire is bent under my car. Guy's not out of the van yet. I have already known who this guy is. Small town towns. And I'm like, oh, Christ, this isn't going to go well. So I just start snapping pictures in case. Because he's still not out of the van. I'm now outside for 45 seconds to a minute. He's not out of the van. Oh, shit. He's going to run unless he bounces his head off or whatever. First thing I take a picture of is his license plate. Then I start taking pictures of my car. Da, 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 da. And I have my yellows on because we're on a major highway in Ridgeway. So yeah. But he knows where I live. So I'm like. I know this working for the borough. We have to have yellows on this, that, and the other thing. Throw my yellows on. He gets out of his van, looks and goes, oh, fuck. One, because now he knows. I, I, I'm saying this. 
One, because he now knows who I am and I have sort of ties with the borough and the borough cops. <laughs> he looks at me. He's like, should I call the cops? I'm like, oh, don't worry, person. Because I won't say his name. Don't worry, person. So he now knows I really know him. Yeah. My wife's doing that. Oh, okay. Taking pictures. Now I'm, now I'm directing traffic, waiting for the cops to come. Cops come. This guy talks to the cops for about a millisecond and bails. See you later. What? The cop is now writing the paperwork up. Ask me for my stuff, where I want my vehicle to go. Tell him all that. Do you care who tells it? I don't fucking care. He's paying for it. Yeah. I don't care if the White House <laughs> has to come. He's paying for it, right? Yep. And the cop, when he pulls up, he's like, hey, Mark. So, yeah. boom. Dude bails. Cops getting out of the car from all the insurances. He's like, where did person go? I. That's your job. <laughs> I'm directing, because then he asked me, he's like, you got this? Meaning the directing traffic. I got this. Cell phone and a flashlight. I look like uh, a Wolendo brother out there, and Jenks would be awesome. It would be awesome if you guys actually see this. I'm just waving my hands like, I don't know, something. A mime trying to do something. <laughs> Cars are going, this, that, and the other thing. We're looking for person. Person has left the fucking scene. See you later. Two tow trucks come. Both of them are out the door. All right. I understand. Shit happens. Whatever. I come in, talk to my family, friends, decompress a little bit. It was a little bit heated. Shit happens. But knowing who it was, then I ponder, why wasn't dude drug tested? Why wasn't dude taken for that or anything like that? Yeah. So he skipped. Cool. Whatever. Next day I get his insurance. Kel's off. So she starts to process this, that, and the other thing. Cool. Insurance company's working fast. I'm like, oh my God, this is, I, I'm going to go pick up a car today. Well, this is where Mark comes out now. Liberty Mutual Insurance and Enterprise Car will never sponsor this podcast. Because they both fucking suck. All right? <laughs> they suck. Liberty Insurance is like, here's this, call your enterprise, da 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 get a car, whatever. And I'm like, oh, whenever means in five minutes. That's yeah. what it means to me. Closest enterprise is about an hour away. Whatever. I'll deal with that. I understand. Call them. Maybe. Remember, folks, this happened on Wednesday. Thursday, I'm making this phone call. Maybe you can get one next Wednesday. <laughs> what you, your enterprise, your whole thing is, we'll pick you up. Yeah. It's on the TV ads. Maybe. We've, ha oh, we've also had to cancel reservations just because we don't have enough cars in this area. Uh, your enterprise, though, isn't it a national... A national thing can't the we pick you up person drive from san diego to if there's one car in america right now yeah can't he drive it and i know i'm patting myself on the back saying i should be the only one getting a car fuckers listen 
there's not just one car in America out there sitting on an Enterprise lot. Yeah. Okay, so we have three within an hour and a half of us. None of them have them. Dude calls me back. If you want to drive to Pittsburgh, we have some down there. <laughs> Again, what did I do to get punished? Yeah. I have to go pick up the car. I'm sitting in the studio, headphones on, a car registered in my name with a driver's license, and it's parked legally on the side of the road. Your client, not his vehicle, not registered under him, does have insurance, so that's a pat on his back, does not have a driver's license because it was revoked months ago, and... This is the second incident he had on Wednesday. Oh, my God. Touche on the cops. One, and I'm not even trying to start a shit fight with them. But this is his second incident. So now Mark is in full. It's me time. I've Mm -hmm. never fought for something. I'm like, if you follow me, you've seen it on Facebook and Twitter and everything. I... Liberty Mutual sucks. Just that Enterprise sucks. Why can't you? So both of them answer me back. <laughs> both of them answer me back. Hey, man, we're trying. You know, you're not around a lot of locations. There's like 150 locations in Pennsylvania alone. Yeah. How? If this would have started when I started talking to him Thursday morning at like 8 o'clock, even if you were driving from Philly. By eight, even if you're stopping to take a break and a piss and get gas and eat or whatever, a car should have been to my house by yeah. eight o'clock, six o'clock. I'll go eight long yeah. by eight o'clock. Twelve hours later, a car could have been to my house. No. So then the guy, the adjuster says, hey, if you want to cut a deal with anybody in the area that we don't know about, we'll pay them. Jenks, let me ask you this. I you you run a, a car dealership, okay? Yeah. I call you. First and foremost, I'm going to be blatantly honest with the guy. Hey, this is Mark Martinez. What I'm going to tell you is going to sound fishier than hell, so you're probably not going to believe it. But please spare me a couple minutes. Somebody crashed my car Wednesday night at 6:30. Enterprise doesn't have a car in Pennsylvania, apparently. They want me to cut a deal with you and Liberty Mutual will pay you. Hmm. Here's the claim number. Are you interested in working with me? <laughs> I'd say no. That's a hell of a lot of risk. And the two that I called said, dude, I feel sorry for you. I already saw it in the paper. Go piss up a wet rope. This yeah. doesn't sound right. Why? Why are you the person that's been hit? Why isn't Liberty Mutual, the adjuster, the customer service, why aren't they doing that? So I attack them again. Yes, I'm a Karen in this whole situation. Bring it on. I don't care. I'll show you every message, guys. So I'm a Karen in this situation. So I write back, why am I doing this? Doesn't Liberty Mutual have Google? You have my address. Hmm. Where are car dealerships that rent? In Ridgeway, PA, or near Ridgeway, PA. Yeah. Well, they were going to go to a meeting and talk about this, because then I'm like, if I don't have a car, I can't go to work. 
does Liberty Mutual pay for daily wages then? Mm. I make a little bit of month- money each day. I'm not throwing it under the bus. More than minimum wage. I'm going to sit here for, what, three weeks without a car? Yeah. Not going to happen. Okay. So, again, you guys know we're recording Friday. They cut me off Thursday night. Just ghost nothing. Because I don't have a car. I don't have a car Thursday night. 24 hours later, I don't have a car. And the dude drove by me on the garbage route in a white car. The other dude that caused all these accidents. I'm like, look at this. This bastard doesn't have a license. I don't have a car. He's tooling around town. Somebody's losing. The insurance battle is not working for the right person. Yeah. Friday morning comes out. First, insurance adjuster says, hey, man, I'm shifting you over to another adjuster. Because don't forget, Mark has now been that Mark. Texting him or sending messages or whatever. Every couple hours, I made sure I sent a message at 4.30 in the morning when I was going to work and he was sleeping, saying, mm-hmm. walking to work this morning. How's my car doing? Nothing. I get the message. We're sending you over. This is Friday morning now. Sending you over to another person. Okay. Hi, another person. Nothing. Send an email. Hi, another person. And tag the other guy or CC the other guy in it. Hey, just just want to say this guy said that you're my person now. Cool. What, what's going on? Let me know. Nothing. Hmm. Thank some friends down yonder about an hour that said this place. And I don't know if I want to give them the, the place because they're pretty cool and I don't want hate on them. This place will do all of this work for you. Nothing up front. So essentially. I now have a car outside that I did myself. He has the claim number and we talked to him. He's like, I should be able to get it back. You know, I'll, I'll give Liberty Mutual and enterprise a phone call and all of this. He's like, I should be able to barring. They don't, you know, say yes to this. I'm going out on a, you know, goodwill or a charity, I guess. Yeah. Right now. By Monday, if I don't hear anything, though, there's a possibility I got to bring this car back if Liberty Mutual, because I have it in text, if I find anybody. So, Jenks, you could have rented me your truck and called it Jenks Auto Service Truckers or whatever. Yeah. And you could have been making a pretty bad. He does, they don't know who I'm dealing with now. I mean, this is a business. This is, you know, they do rent cars, and I didn't right. know they did. They do all this stuff. I had to do all of that. Fuck them. So yeah. do not go to Liberty. And Liberty is not my insurance company because yeah. they, again, in text, were 100% responsible for everything, damages, da 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 da, and a rental car. If I've ever saved text before in my life, Same this is the situation because person who ran into my car, who's got this great record. I'm going to sue him if this doesn't happen. And the only thing I'm going to get is a pack of Marlboros and a six pack of Mountain Dew. Yeah. Because he just got out of jail two days ago. That's my last couple days. Fucking A. 
Yeah. I can't. No, you know what? I can't believe they didn't work with you too much. Not, nothing. No, and I, at one point, adjuster number one said, yes, I'll go over and look at your car Monday. Adjuster number two hasn't even said hi. Not boo, not nothing. Yeah, he's just ignoring you at this point. Yeah, we'll go fuck them all. God damn. So that's my last essential three days. Good fucking lord. And thank you to Wrestler to be on Wednesday show for rescheduling. That was actually my first call. As the wife was saying somebody hit my car and I was grabbing my yellows to run out the door. Yeah. I had to call this person and say, This is what happened. He's like, What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, You've never been a mic. I'm like, dude, it was parked outside my house. Yeah. In oh Mr. This is speculation, but it's a great speculation. Mr. Drunky or High had to decide my car. And it's not like it's slim pickings outside in front of my house. <laughs> Two tractor trailers can go by and not even kiss mirrors. You know, oh it's not narrow. It's fucking Route 219. Jesus. It's a big route for our neck of the woods. Yeah. And they fucking still had it. Yeah. Did you fall asleep? Oh, it came out of nowhere. Did it? Because there's been a fucking car parked outside this house for 42 years. Have it be mine, my mom's, my dad's, my brother's, whoever. At some point, we always we were a two-vehicle family. There was yeah. always a car on that side of the road. Dude's younger than me, so when he started driving, it was out there. Oh, my God. For fuck's wrestling sake. Wrestling podcast, though. Well, he keeps it up. You're going to be wrestling him in the middle of the street. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So that actually helped. Like that I'm glad. Hurt my shoulders. You got, got it off. It it's all out there in the ethos now. It is. Hope you guys enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, I also hope you guys enjoyed Wednesday Wednesday's spotlight show with Don Parker uh, about his book Take Your Shot and his whole adventure is going to WrestleMania and how that motivated him to do more things and. Give it a listen. Buy the book. Uh, as you heard on the podcast, I'm not allowed having the book until Christmas because when it came out, I made it to do that. This was going to be a cool book. I want to read it. And the mother-in-law bought it for me. I found out it was a stocking stuffer when I was going to order it to talk to Don. <laughs> I'm not allowed having it. Oh, man. Till Christmas. So I'm excited. Well, Christmas, I, Christmas, I will be a hermit. Everybody <laughs> be like doing stuff. And I'll be reading this book. <laughs> Hey, that was me last year with Dave Grohl's book. I was reading that at Christmas time and got it for a stocking stuffer, and I just sat back and read it. And who was your bobblehead? Yeah, exactly. He was reading it with me. Yeah. Yeah. All right, thanks. Again, that felt great. Let's do some hot topics before I'm sure we can scuffle through WWE real quick. Yeah. But one that just came to mind, and it's AEW, but I want to talk about it now because it's not really AEW. Did you see in, oh, well, we going to spoil this, that you're not watching it live today? Oh, we might as well. Excuse me. Yeah, we might as well. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, my God, it's a blizzard outside. I cannot see anything. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm not going to be watching live tomorrow night because uh, pivoting, pivot, and I'm, moving, pivot. I'm heading down to Pittsburgh tomorrow. Me too. To, uh, oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah, you're going to a game. 
So I'm heading down to Pittsburgh tomorrow to meet some of the uh, girlfriend's family that live in the Dakotas. And then her brother's coming in from Philadelphia. He doesn't really come up that often. So we're meeting there for her grandmother's 80th birthday party. Uh, and I have to be dressed to the nines. Apparently, collared shirt, dress shoes, the whole nine yards. So, so you're not going to Permani Brothers. No, unfortunately not. I'm getting a steak, I think. An eight There's ounce steak. Tailgating with me in the morning. There's no tailgating in the morning. There's nothing, nothing fun like that happening. It's uh, straight and narrow for at least an hour and a half. So oh, it's gonna be rough. I'm not happy about it. This is the first time I'm wearing dress pants in about uh, three years because I can wear jeans <laughs> at work now. So yeah, yeah. So fun times. But, but you'll be inside. I will be inside. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. From what I heard, I'm going to be inside, so should we, be good. We will. Huh? Yeah, you're going to be outside in a freezing ass cold. At least it won't be snowing. But it's like for me, 33, 35 is what they're predicting. That's not cold for me. Yeah. Like, I I know layers. I'm outside all the time. I'm all right. I can probably pull off like my leggings and a pair of jeans and like two hoodies, and I'll be all right. Yeah, you'll be good. The wife. Is going to be another story. Yeah. We'll probably have to go shopping somewhere before we go to the game. Got to get those boots with the fur. To get, oh, and her apple bottom <laughs> jeans. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hope she's wearing those apple bottom jeans tomorrow. It'll be a long ride home. But game over, I got to hustle. Yeah. Because what time's the game? 3? 3.30? Or is it 2? 12. It's 12, game, isn't it? Yeah, new game. Over by 3.30. Out the gate, hopefully. Again, I will probably be pushing the buy-in. Yeah. But the main show. Unless. Unless. That's me knocking on wood. So. Yeah, I know I'm going to be. This whole thing's going down at 3.30. So I'm not sure how long we're going to be there for. I'm assuming it's like just dinner. Probably appetizer. So I'd say 5. Maybe 5.30. Get out of there. Then it's we go back to her grandparents' house for a little bit, I guess after hours, just to hang out for a little bit. Then they want to get probably back on the road. I'm not thinking I'm getting back to her place until nine, nine thirty, ten o'clock. So I was gonna say more ten, I bet. Yeah. So plus we'll have to pick up her dog from her parents' house as well. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a long day for sure, but uh it'll be it'll be good. I was told I can bring a change of clothes for afterwards, so thank fucking God. I'm going to be in a hoodie and jeans by hopefully 6 o'clock oh. and be comfy. So we'll see what happens. Well, I'll, I'll keep you up to date on the pit score. Yeah, Nothing let me know else. about the pit score. I won't score. ruin anything else. Don't hey, tell they're bowl eligible. They're bowl eligible. They are, they let, win it, win it, in it to win it. So we'll see what they ended up. Maybe the Boca Raton Bowl or uh, the right Freshers Bowl. Oh, well, of course, they would definitely make that one. I would bid out. I would outbid everybody for that with the <laughs> millions and millions. Uh, I do have another bitch, though, that happened because of Wednesday. Um, actually, pitch right now projected for the Bronx Bowl. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's that not bad, Bulls. Minnesota. No, it's in the Bronx. Do I pull the trigger? Oh, that's not a bad move. It's what? Right. Six, eight hours from you? Yeah. I'm like, I know. I think it's eight from me. Eight-ish from me. So, yeah. Well, not a bad move. Mark in New York. Yeah. 
God. I've been there a couple times and it didn't go well. <laughs> so I'm on the fence now, Jenks. Okay. Worried. I have all this WrestleCade money. Yeah. I have a broke ass down dick car. Yeah. But the guy doesn't have great insurance, as we've talked about. I'm worried. Yeah. Tickets and all that are paid for. Hotels covered. It's the expenditures that of me going there. I can't go and be a good boy. I added up the ones that I must have. Yeah. And it's an ungodly amount that I should not say on the podcast. But I must have. People are like, holy fuck, you're going to spend that much? Yes, I am. I'm that guy. Or do I just go and enjoy it and just say, I can get these when I can get these. Get maybe five and call it a day. Two that I, two that I, if I go down these three, which actually is one pitcher and then two people on one pitcher, David Crockett and Tony Schiavone. I have a mm-hmm. custom old TBS 605 show picture of them. Okay. That's one. I don't get them. That's, those are my childhood. Yeah. I would be depressed. And the other one is Soraya. Yeah. If I walk out with those two, I think I'd be all right. But there's so many people that have been on Can Crushers that I feel like I, I want to do something for them. I want to show appreciation. I love them. They know because they've been on the show and I've talked to them. That's not the way Mark rolls. You do something else a little bit more. I don't know. I'm trying to be a bigger person and understand maybe I give it up because I have a broke dick car right now. I do have a rental and yes, it is air quotes, a hundred percent paid for when it comes back, <laughs> but I'm not taking anything. I'm taking everything lightly. I guess I'm going to say it right now. Yeah. I don't know. I'm worried. I mean, I get that. That's going to be a rough. So are you still going right now? Cause everything, Everything to be down there is at least paid for, but it's the it's the actual floor stuff. It's like going to get signatures. That's where it's at right, right now. That's paid. Right. I mean, oh, here's here's a million Can dollar I sell question. Plasma when I'm down there. Yeah, right. I'm sure they have some plasma banks down there or something. Uh, here's the thing, though. Once you go down, are you just going to be in that mode where I got to get this? I got to get that. I got to get this and that and that and this. Do you want to know? Here is my. I, no, I think I deleted it already because I was. No, fuck that. I did not. This was at one point my must have. It is trimmed it tremendously. The New Age Outlaws, Tony Schiavone, David Crockett, Dan Housen, Bischoff, Kimberly Page, Harvey Wimpleman, because I actually have a picture of him with Kamala. The One Man Gang, the Godwins, Claudio, Hater. Lex Luger, Tony Storm, who's not there now. So that one, okay, Tony Storm is not there because she's got a family issue. Uh, I think we'll get to it. Yeah. Um, Francine, Shane Douglas's girl, Soraya, Dax, Caster, Brody King. And then again, I don't have Judy Hendricks, Amber Rodriguez, Kylan King, um, all these others that have been on or scheduled to be on the show. Yeah. And then there's one other. 
like Thunder Rosa's down there. I have her, but why wouldn't I have her? Because Chelsea Green signed my arm. Yeah. If I show Thunder my Lamera Mera on the back, all right. Yeah. That that is then she might sign it for free because I did that, but then that turns into a tattoo. Right. That's a scheduled appointment down the line. I don't know how to be an adult. None of us do. That way. None of us do. I'm responsible. I know. Fuck. I don't know how to be an adult. Responsible or not. Uh, well, I think being an adult includes responsibility, and so none of us do that. But you're gonna get. I think you're just gonna get enamored and get lost in it. I know. And I mean, that was the whole point of going down was to get lost. Just, in it. Yeah. I mean, if you go in there and have a game plan of only having certain ones. Jenks, you've been doing this podcast with me. I know. I know. I know. Fucking game plan in my mind. I know. I was trying to be nice, but at the same time, it's yeah, you're right. It's it's (laughs) you're going to fucking lose your mind when you're down there. So. So so then I don't go. Well, I I mean, I, I don't know. I don't have anything like if I could sell stuff. To start yeah. selling stuff this week because I literally have to leave Friday morning at 3 a.m. Yeah. And I was going to do some stuff because Daniel Spencer, who is a Impact OVW official, could possibly have me doing stuff with Impact Show Friday night. So that's what I don't want to give up as well. Right. But if I go down and say, all right, I'm just going to do this, I'm going to do this. It's the 10 to 3 part on Saturday that will fuck this house's business up and i'm not just saying me yeah it's not that we don't have it i'm not crying broke or anything like that i'm just i understand something could come up yeah and you want to keep it in your back pocket in case that thing does come up yeah my broke dick car it came up could uh, this may not sound popular or anything but do you go down for friday just go down friday hang out do the impact stuff friday night and come back saturday morning no, because then because the other event that I want to see is on Sunday. It's the Ladies Night 12 with mm. essentially every person, Jada, Judy, Amber, Kylan, like the, a lot of the roster on that has been on the show. And that's okay. why Tessa is going to be down there. And like I want that's one of the bigger shows that I want to see. Gotcha. It's the 10 to 3 Saturday. Can you just go take a walk somewhere in where's that Charlotte? Winston-Salem. Go take a walk in Winston-Salem. Go find a football game and just hang out. I'm sure somebody's in town. It, it's that Well, that's Wake Forest. That's Wake Forest, I think. So just take a walk. Go find see if Wake Forest is Spend playing. Spend 50 bucks on a ticket. Spend 50 bucks on a ticket and just walk away. Because I think at that point, you're just looking for the distraction. So see if Wake, is Wake Forest in town. Well, find let's a bar. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Find a bar and spend the 50 bucks. And then get back to your... I'm looking up Wake Forest right now because I, I think it's just do you – I think you just have to walk away Yeah. because I think that's the only smart move. They're, they're at Duke next weekend. So, How far is Winston-Salem from Durham? It can't be that far. I can't get back in time for the wrestling show Saturday night though, which is actually in my tickets already. Okay. Yeah, because it's a 3.30 game, hour 16. Oh. Yeah, if it's a 3.30 game, that scratches all of it. Yeah, it's an hour 16 to Durham. Son of a bitch. 
We'll discuss this. We'll discuss this as the week goes along. Well, find a bar and just hang out and watch college football for five hours. Then go go to your hotel, take a nap, get up for the wrestling show, and go back to the wrestling show. Might not be a bad idea. Oh, save you. It'll be it'll be less money than going to the floor. Sure, shit would. By hundreds, maybe even more. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some hot topics. I have one for this segment. Scotty Too Hotty delivered delivered deleted his Twitter because he wants nothing to do with intergender wrestling anymore. Because he's got a twenty year old daughter. What? This is what he said. Essentially, he broke it yeah. down. He has been in intergender matches. So it's not that he doesn't support them or I don't know if you guys support them or anything like that. Listen, it's 2022, almost 2023. I I think there are great when Tesla was having a run in TNA. Dude, it's it's capable now. Yeah. Let it go. Enjoy the match. He's taking this. I don't know, and it's us. Is he taking this sexually? Is he taking this like the what, what the fuck is he thinking? Uh you know, I don't know because it's I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. I guess he's had this view for a while. This isn't the first time it came up because I was reading there was a female wrestler, I cannot remember her name right now, but I saw it today. She tweeted that he explained the situation to her earlier this year. They were supposed to have an intergender match, and they ended up teaming against two other guys. So he's good. Apparently, he was good participating in an intergender tag match as long as he wasn't the one fighting them. So I don't know if he's projecting that his daughter is across the ring from him when they come into the ring or what. And that's the only thing I can think of mentally that it's happening. You're a legend, essentially in wrestling right wwe the whole worm you know too cool if you want to take legend whatever but i'm just saying he could have a legends contract i'll put it that way you book yourself when you're talking to the promoter just say this isn't what i do before i sign this booking sheet paper a contract yep and I, i don't understand uh, from what I'm understanding, because from what I read, he was saying that to a lot of people, but for some reason it leaked. I don't know how it got onto Twitter, but Twitter completely ate him alive um, for it. And I think I was reading a couple things and I pulled up some of the chain stuff that's going on now. It was more or less that he didn't want to participate in something that seems like it's beating up women and all that stuff. I get the noble idea of it, but you brought it you brought it up as well. If you have two competitors, male or female, that are willing to compete in a ring against each other, let them go. I mean, it's supposed to be a safe sport for people to work in. But I think to that point, to your point that you just brought up, if he doesn't want to work those type of matches, put it in your contract or put it in something and just state it outright, which I think he was trying to do. I think Twitter just became a bunch of bullies about it and just took them. Yeah, imagine that they band together without knowing full context or full situation and just went after him and just made probably dumb, errant, just stupid comments because they're ignorant to what's actually going on. They're making assumptions. People on social media are stupid and don't have facts. Huh. Internet hellscapes. Internet hellscapes sometimes. 
yeah. both times. Uh, another one I want to bring up. Uh, we kind of touched on this last week, but um, I the shit went down. By the way, I, I did not fully watch NWA. I saw clips. What I did see was awesome. I don't know if you actually bought it or not. Just it, no. it, it, even from before Wednesday, I didn't even get into that. But shit was just horrible. What a horrible week. Um, but I did see NWA. Some of it. Everybody is pissed off the Tyrus is champion. Yeah. Um, I'm all right with it. Like, listen, the writing's on the wall. Writing has been seen for Chelsea going back. But yeah. writing's also on the wall that Cardona is going back, too. Yeah. So why would Billy put the title on him for a day and a half? And then, you know, Matt says, eh, by the way, I just signed WWE. I go there at Royal Rumble spoiler um why would he do that yeah you need something for murdoch to do because all this we talked about last week is like i'm a free agent and he said this week he's like i'm not going to sign with another brand i kind of want to do the tour again uh, of independence and you know build his stock and be that guy on iwc uh uh, imagine wherever he's going to go i'm using it around here maybe go to ovw whatever just have fun with that for a while He's long in a tooth. His wife's retiring any minute now when she takes a loss, she said. Yeah. So you need something for Murdoch to do. Why not have a heel for a while? It's Brodus Clay. It's Tyrus, whatever. Plus, and I don't know how many people watch Fox News or whatever. I don't. That title is now on TV every freaking day because he brings it. Yeah. That's cool. That's another noteworthy thing. Listen, NWA. And Billy knows this. You're not breaking records, getting shit out there right now. If mm-hmm. somebody 70 years old is like, oh, my God, that's Harley Race's title. What? Maybe they tune in. Maybe Brodus does something. Tyrus, whatever the hell, uses that and says something. Hey, we have an NWA show coming up next month. Da, 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 da. Now let's talk about war stuff or whatever. Yeah, it it's good. Why are people pissed, Jinx? It's what well, a lot of people are probably pissed the political side of things, political ramifications. I don't know if he said something in the past that has pissed people off. What I will say is this. I, I completely agree with you. It's it's branding. It's marketing right now. He's Tyrus is on national TV, whether you like Fox News or not. I'm not somebody that subscribes to it. I don't watch it. But if it's out there, it's putting it to your point in front of people that may have been fans left the business left watching it for long periods of time and they're like hey wait a minute i recognize that belt who's this guy and then they're going to look into it look up the history or have i'll even say have their children or somebody younger than them look it up because some people just don't use the internet let's be honest but they're going to look into things so i think it's just people being upset by the po- politics and what people believe and how they function. But at the end of the day, man, we're watching If you're watching wrestling, you're watching it to be entertained. Right. Right. Whether somebody's got politics or not, or anything in the game, that's not why you're watching wrestling. You may be really pissed because that person is in front of your TV running as champion 
you could make a whole lot of different arguments about people in world championship positions or title positions anywhere across the board. AEW, WWE, things keep getting brought up every week about certain AEW people. You can make that you can make that happen. You can make that connection. But at the end of the day, you're there to watch a product. And I don't know if it's just, I don't know what it is because to me, it's you either complain about the person being the champion, complain about the character. I think people are just taking it one step further because they can, and they have access to perceived information that really doesn't concern them. Right. Because, Tyrus a person, whatever he does, right? And Tyrus a character on NWA are two different freaking people. Yeah. Again, yep. it's there's that word character. Yep. Yeah. It's it's you you can say it's professional wrestling, but to Vince McMahon's point before he retired, sports entertainment. It is sports entertainment. Cross it's board. literally that across the board. Yeah. Wrestling is sports entertainment because it's entertaining you in st- with storylines and with in-ring wrestling product. Yeah, uh, he just took it to the you. next That's, level. Yeah, I was going to kind of say it's sports entertainment with wrestling as a product. Yes, and that's it. That's exactly we're there to be entertained. And as long as he's entertaining you in the ring, he could piss you the fuck off. You're entertained at that point. It's a feeling, right? Exactly. He elicited what he needed to out of you. It's what Harley Race, it's what Ric Flair, it's what Dusty, it's what everybody's done. Austin, Rock, Slaughter being a Iraq advocate. Yes, that that is that would be more controversial. Think about that time in the nineties, early nineties, ninety one, ninety, when he did that. My God in heaven, burn it down. You could talk hell. You could bring up the angles with Muhammad Hassan or Vince wrestling God for that short period of time. It, those are there to piss you off in the moment in that his character, he's a heel in NWA. He's there to piss you off in that moment. Now he may piss you off outside of wrestling, but you are, you know of him because of his position in wrestling and in a company. Plain and simple. Exactly. Do you want to do – do you have any hot topics you want to bring up? No, I mean, I can't find it right now. The The rumored Rumble cards that are running around here was pretty interesting how that broke so down. I sent that to you. Yeah. yeah, you did send it to me. I saw it on Twitter too. I'm wondering if I can pull it up real quick, but I thought that was an interesting breakdown. I feel like those are fakes that somebody threw together, but pretty interesting what they had on there, wouldn't you say? And uh, the one verb, I, the verbiage I like at the bottom of the w- mail card, if you guys haven't seen it, it literally says, if CM Punk is unavailable, I just found it. If C- CM Punk was originally going to enter as 30, however, he is a- attacked by Brock Lesnar and unable to participate. So that's building in a, apparently a WrestleMania storyline with that one there. Great. I don't think that's the case, but we talked about it. It's an interesting card, to say the least, with some people returning, some bigger names coming in. The Jay White being dropped in the middle of it was that an one, interesting hot take. That one, I'm like, what? See, the only way that works is if there is 
but there was rumors of it happening a couple weeks ago, that working relationship with New Japan. What would that entail coming up here? I mean, I'm not saying Triple H isn't working behind the scenes, because I bet he is working on deals with these other places. But all it goes back to like the mid nineties, I think it was what, ninety seven they had that deal. Was it with Triple A or with yeah. somewhere in Mexico where they brought in no maskers where he eliminated himself, but they brought in a bunch of other luchas in there. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so but it I would like to see that included there, but yeah, it just had big names dropped on it. Cardona's in there. Uh Cody's return. Cody's return, you know. Outside Brock and apparently CM Punk. I don't know why you would have him attack, but it is what it is. But I thought that was an interesting little twist. Uh, nice little talking point because we were bored, I guess, this week. And we had to drop a card to get there's, people talking in that. There's also been that Stone Cold is rumored to be returning, too. And that would be the WrestleMania match, him and Punk. I heard that one, too. That was an interesting place. I mean, they've been booking that one since 2012, 2013, yeah. whenever they did that press tour. Uh, would love it. I don't think it would happen unless Punk's getting bought out. If Punk gets bought out, there's a chance. Don't I, you think he would have pulled the trigger by now? Mm, no, I don't think he would have by now. I... Well, then I don't, I don't buy him out until after Mania. That's well, that's the other thing is, is he postponing? Is there a buyout on the table? Let's ask that. I would imagine. I would imagine, too. I can't imagine he's coming back to AEW. Sorry, I got to scroll because this Heath, they have this Heath Slater clip of him in 2018 Rumble underneath this list. And it's <laughs> distracting me. It's on a re- loop. And it came to the part where uh, Big E pulls pancakes out of his singlet and stuffs them in his face. Um, so. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you would think they would have – they would do the buyout sooner rather than later. There would have to be some political thing there that's forcing them – I think you're right. Tony Khan would wait till after Mania, would wait after the big shows. But I think it would – there would have to be a deal in place to get the buyout to happen sooner if they thought they had the big money card. And I think it would include WWE having to send – either buy out the contract themselves for punk or do some sort of deal with Tony Khan to make this happen. And I don't know what that deal would include, but I think it would just include that they bought the contract out from Tony Khan. If that's how they wanted to go. Essentially just a trade and an MLB trade. trade. MLB trade player for cash, player for cash. Basically it. Something to talk about. We had a long time to talk about that. We do. Wow. We do. We do. Um, let's do all the rap in the next segment. As I literally said, we we're going to talk about WWE here, but uh, we're going about 50 right now. So let's just do this. Guys, collar and elbow, hats, hoodies, tees, all the cool stuff that Al Stone and its hooligans have down there. Check it out. Use the promo code CANCRUSHER. All one word, capital C and CAN, capital C and CRUSHER. You'll save 10%. Don't forget, on our socials too, you can find our merch that you can go out and buy. Actually, it was high, it was featured one day this week on uh, Springboard. They actually on my on my social medias. So then I checked it on another buddy at work. The Can Crusher shirts were featured uh, on Spring as uh, a shirt this week. Nice, very nice, nice. very very nice. I didn't get an email about that, so they must have, or I did, and I deleted it. <laughs> 
but it was featured <laughs> with the with cool. the spam folder. You know, I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. Uh, we're available everywhere you listen to podcasts. I'm not even naming them right now. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All our stuff's there as well. Interact with us there. You want to be part of the show? Come on and email us at cancrusher69 at gmail.com. That's probably the fastest I've done it. Here comes Al Snow to tell you more about Collar and Elbow. We come back. We'll wrap up the week in wrestling. And then in segment three is essentially what me and Jenks are getting to. So the wrap up is going to be quick. Predictions for full gear. Wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. What's up, everybody? This is Dean Fleming. Yo, we are here. Cane Crushers, we love you, man. You're, you're okay. Now nah, I'm kidding. You guys are awesome. Hey, keep giving them a listen. Let's go. And welcome back to Can Crushers Wrestling Podcast. Mark and Mike here to talk about the week in wrestling. Jenk, since we have predictions in part tres about full gear, why don't we start with the old uh, WWE then? Let's do it. Uh, probably have to start with the biggest thing to come out of Friday. I Which mean, was? Uh, to me, it was the New Day was no longer the longest reigning tag champs in history of WWE. I was surprised. I didn't think they'd pull that trigger that fast. I was too. Like I was actually probably saddened by so it. So was I. Yeah. I'm like, man, what's this say then? Like New Day is a staple for the WWE right now. They could lose for six months, but they're number one contenders the following week. And it, it they're just, they're, I used legends earlier talking about Scotty too hotty, but legit. These guys are legends. Yep. You know, when you think of, a three-man team now. I probably go Freebirds first because they have inspired New right. Day. I throw in Dusty and the Road Warriors or the Cole Wasser, but I mean they're up there. The Shield, yeah. you know, they're they're yeah. they're up there as part of that holy shit three-man team. I'm bummed. Yeah. What does that say? Where are we going with them? I don't know where we're going with them, but I I think it I think it solidifies that they are in that upper echelon because now they're putting over and they didn't need to be put over the Usos because they've been having wars back and forth. I think this more reflects more on what they want the bloodline to be established because in my opinion they want the bloodline established as the greatest faction to walk WWE walk through WWE's doors, bar none. That's where my head would. We were. Are they ever going to get there with DX always in the mix? Honestly, I could see it. I would. I would put them in that 
conversation with DX because DX is legendary in their own. They were controversial. They tore down the walls. They ushered in the comical attitude era. Too. They were comical. They did they did things to usher in that attitude era. They were the front. They were the prosperous for the attitude era with uh, Stone Cold. The bloodline just dominated for the amount of time. And let's take it back to 2020 when we go back to Jay and Roman just fighting back and forth. They've dominated for two and a half, almost three years now. So in my opinion, that signifies a legendary faction and one that needs to be up in the conversation it might be threatening. I'm not saying it's the top one of all time. So nobody get it's not beating the horsemen. It's not doing anything like that. But it's in that conversation now. We can't ignore that anymore. Because I would argue they're almost as dominant as what the horsemen, the horsemen did in the 80s. I echo everything you just said. Uh, I, I think it's going to be us old hags saying mm-hmm. horsemen because... Listen, little Tommy that's 10 right now doesn't know what the hell we're talking yep. about when we're talking about the horsemen. Yep. For this era, yeah, they they are the – they're not the horsemen, but they are the, the horsemen group. DX, like you said, they were doing something different. Mm-hmm. They weren't collecting titles. They weren't – they didn't win, lose. They, they win, they lost. They win, they lost. These guys are just winning. You know, yeah. look at the titles. They've destroyed, you're ready. This might get some people pissed off at both of us. Everybody loves evolution. They're not even in the fucking stratosphere right now of the bloodline. They're not. As much as I just said everything about the New Day, how I love them, listen, the bloodline has beaten them. People still would say Roman got his shtick with the shield. I, I agree, he did. They've beaten the shield too. Jenks, mm-hmm. the bloodline is the best thing the WWE has or had. They yeah. never had the horsemen. Essentially. No. They had, never did. They had no, well, yeah. They had three of the they had, they had Flair, Arn, and Telly. Not together. No. Not ever like crossing the same path. You can make the argument they tried to pull it off with the Heenan family. A horseman-like stable, if you want to go that route, because they had Arn and Tully in the Heenan family, you know, with Andre, Haku, Mr. Perfect, Rude, all iterations. But you're right. I, I'm going to have to agree. Bloodline is the greatest thing WWE has produced faction-wise, just purely on how much they've dominated. And you're right. We'll get the hate. Kurgan's group. It's not it's it's not the job squad. No no knockout, but it's not the job squad either. It's not the oddities. It's not money incorporated with Tatanka and Bam Bam and King Kong Bundy. But to me, you brought up a lot of great points about the New Day, the Shield. All dominant, all did their thing. The bloodline has just had staying power and has has no signs of actually cracking right now or showing we we speculate weeks upon weeks that they're going to start crumbling down and if what happens tonight is supposedly what happens they're in they're in war games so i think we could have some play there but at the end of the day 
they have solidified themselves as the top tier dominant group. Roman has grown up so much from what he was at the Shield, which coincidentally enough debuted 10 years ago today as we're recording. So happy 10 year anniversary to the Shield and the three men that have revolutionized the sport in those past 10 years, whether you like it or not, it happened. And we'll get to Seth Rollins here in a minute. Yeah, we'll get to Seth in a minute. But they have revolutionized what this sport has become. So the bloodline has solidified Roman's place in history and solidified really what how great that group of three was. My other point I wanted to make, though, Mark, is I think it's something that we never take into account is you brought you kind of brought this up earlier. And I kind of want to put a button on it because I agree with you. Every generation has their people that they love and support. So your generation, you have the horsemen, you have Hogan, you have Savage, you have all those guys. My generation, we have Austin, Rock, um, DX, DX, you know, NWO. We have all the 90s, 2000s. You have Cena, Orton, you know, the Evolution. Evolution group at that point. 2010s was New Day and, you know, you could see it to an extent in that one, but then it was punk and Daniel Bryan and all of that stuff. Now, 2020s, it's the bloodline. Every decade, no matter what, it's going to cycle through and you're going to have groups that pop up that are going to be louder at how their area was better. Listen, I know the attitude era wrestling was kind of shit for the most part, but they had some great, they had some bangers. The, the wrestling was, was, was God, I don't want to say God awful. Yeah, but it was sticky. It was it was sticky. It moved away from gimmicks, but it was god awful because there was things that they were trying to do that didn't make any sense. But I'll put the WCW cruiserweights against anybody's professional wrestling because that was fantastic professional wrestling. Austin Rock knew how to work a crowd and could make memorable matches. There's a reason I watch uh, Austin facing everybody under the sun on repeat a lot, especially Mick Foley. And their matches in 98. I think people just get so caught up in their childhood memories that they never, they always just get angry about it. And they're like, this is my, this is, how dare you? But at the end of the day, they're the ones. And the bloodline has dominated. And I would put the bloodline against any group in history. Agreed. I agree. I, I, you cannot not fight that. You know, you, you, you have to. Yeah. So we speculate, uh, to button this up real quick, we speculate a lot about they're breaking up, they're this, they're that. They don't need to. They don't need to break up. They, they can go without titles and still yeah. just say, we've already showed you for two years we don't. We had the titles. Yeah. They did nothing for us. We can still beat your ass. And the title yeah. doesn't. Roman against Bray, when it happens, it doesn't need to be for a title. Mm-mm. Both of those guys are encapsulating. Is that the right word? Yeah, that, that works for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Encapsulating within itself. There's a yeah. story there to be told. Don't ask me what it is right now. There's a story there to be told that I'd be like, holy shit. Yeah, let's get going. I mean, Bray against LA Knight is what we're going to get. What? Well, let's go back. Bray versus Roman has so many ties. The story's already been told. We go back to 2014 and how they burned down the building between Wyatt family and shield just at elimination chamber. They didn't have to touch. They just had to look at each other when Wyatt's entrance 
ended and it was this is awesome cans and then they proceeded to put on a 30 minute banger of a match and then repeated it two weeks later on raw that is how that storyline is ingrained it's there and Bray can play the mind games card or what it, I, I don't know how he's going to do anything with what his character is now but that story is ingrained but you're absolutely right Roman, they could just be a hit squad at this point and say, Roman, be like, this person crossed me wrong. Let's get him. Yeah. He's gotten. Get him. Hell, they could even, hell, they could just bring Naomi back at some point and just have that be the focus where they're getting Naomi her justice. That. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying fight her battles for her, but I'm saying get her, get her in a position, use their power, push her forward. But I think it's just, it speaks to it. And let's be honest, even if they were to break up today, I'd still say they're the great one of the greatest factions, if not the greatest faction ever. We're talking about S.H.I.E.L.D. as if they're great and powerful and all that. They lasted 14 months. Right. Give or take a couple months. That's it. And then they broke up. To it's never been, be seen again. To never be seen again, except for quick reunions here and there and more forced reunions than anything. Yeah. So, yeah, I it, it's same thing with evolution. You know, it's they they lasted a couple years, but they were falling apart by 2004. They were not whole, and it was pushed into 2005 where they finally did break apart. Every faction goes through this. New Day has staying power because what else? Are, what else is Xavier, Kofi, Biggie gonna not do? Be a dick, but yeah, what are they? Yeah, gonna... nothing against them. But people know them as the new day and want them to stay as the new day in that. So I the bloodlines and bloodline. You guys knew the Usos before that, you knew Roman before that, you knew Paul Heyman before that. Hell, you even knew Sami Zayn before that. But they brought him together and they solidified him. Maybe at the end of the day, the this group only produces one superstar, and that's solo, because the rest of them were already superstars and were well on their way to a Hall of Fame career by the time this came through. Great point. Let me stir the pot a little bit more. Do it. If WrestleMania happens, Rock and Roman, that we're thinking, doesn't mean the bloodline's breaking up. There may no. be a crack. That's a crack to start a storyline. We could get them all. Then something could happen that maybe it's Bray that trickles back in. We, we get that crack after Rock beats Roman because both titles are off of him, whatever happens. Uh, by the way, Roman is not expected to be at Elimination Chamber, I read today, too. So I saw that. I, that's a twist. That yeah. ooh, When is Cody getting the title? title? Yeah. Is it going to... Well, it could go back to Cody's debut in somewhere. Right. And then is Cody the fifth man? On Team SmackDown, I think that's a little too, or on whatever team's facing the bloodline, I think that's too early. Makes no, absolutely no sense, but it could happen. It, it could. I, I don't know. But so the cracks form after Rock defeats Roman, and maybe there's a little tension between all of them, and then Wyatt starts playing head games, and he's got his massive hooligans. Hooligans, yeah. my word today. Um, and he runs with, they come back together and they're stronger. And then you have a couple months program with the Wyatts in the bloodline. Cool. Let's yeah. go. Without a doubt. If you're dubbing 
a team right now of the 2020s, a faction, it's the bloodline. Mm-hmm. And we're two years, damn near, we're not three, four years, but trickling onto the third year. It has legs, Janksy oh. boy, that it doesn't need to end at Anything. WrestleMania 39. Well, and that's, that's, let's go to the flip side. They're they're legitimately family outside of Paul Heyman and Sami Zayn. Right. It's going to have legs for however long they want to stay together because they're going to have the chemistry. They're going to be able to produce that. Yeah, hell, if Rock defeats Roman, you're right. That crack in that foundation is there. Roman has to reprove himself as the head of the table. That has legs. All hell goes loose then in wrestling. Exactly. So all hell goes loose. That gives it legs, I would say, for at least a year while he tries to prove that build that back up. So that's a year's worth of content. Then you find another thing to bring into it. Like if, you know, whatever it ends up being, there's multiple scenarios that by the time Roman's done, which we've heard is sooner rather than later, the bloodline exists. Fine is in the hall of fame the following year. Exactly. The bloodlines around till he leaves. And that could be within the next two, three years. Who knows how the hell long it is. Yeah. But, it has the legs to stay. What, shifting now, because we yeah. buttoned up twice, I think. So it's a double button. Yeah. The neck one that is really hard to get. Yeah, it chokes you sometimes. Yeah, yeah, got that one. Are you all in for the World Cup? I, I mean, I'm it's interested to, to name in the, I don't mean the real World Cup. Yeah, yeah, I know. That I don't get into. Uh, the women's in July, uh, that's all I'll be talking about. Right along with NCAA football for PlayStation 5. Shit, that was the other that? We might not have. That's what I was going to bring up real quick. I'll save it to AEW. Okay. Um, it's a tournament to get a number one contender, so I'm all right with it. The pairing, is it just, the World Cup's going on, so that's, that's clearly just using to get the hashtag World Cup. Right. Who's your pick to win it? Man, well, I like Santos. I'll put it out there right now. Honestly, I was thinking Santos. My only fear is they're going to make Braun win it, which I really hope they don't do that. But I yep. also props to gender. Yep, props to gender coming back just to get smoked in the first round. Uh, thanks for that. I think you do. I think you make Santos the number one contender. I think Santos wins this because you need to establish him on SmackDown. Whether hey, we're all big Santos fans. I think for the most part what he's done in NXT, what he's done outside of WWE, but he has to establish himself on the main roster. We talked about this last week or a couple weeks ago. NXT is a different animal than what the main roster is in yep. that company. So you have to establish yourself. And even, we might be wrong that he wins it, but even if he makes a run through it, that still solidifies him as one of the top-notch competitors. He beat Nakamura. so And that's the point that I want to stop you right there. I was waiting for you to yeah. say his name. I'm shocked Nakamura is not winning this because of the great Muda match. They had mentioned it, and I saw it before they mentioned it, that he's going to be one of great Muda's finals opponent. Da, 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 da. This could transition into something. Or he lost because he needs to go overseas to fight great Muda, and we're not going to see Shinsuke for a while. That's where that the latter is where my head went. He's got to leave like now or he's leaving in the next couple of weeks to go prepare for this Muda match and make sure it's the best thing possible. Right. So I think that's why. She, and it, it was a perfect opportunity to put Escobar over, which also could probably play back into 
maybe we are getting somebody for the rumble because it's a tit for tat type deal. Yep. Hey, if we give you Shinsuke, who can you give us back? To and he's over here most of the time anyway. Yeah. Jay who, yep, exactly. Can we get Jay White? Can we get hell, even if they pulled somebody else out of the hat? I don't know who else they would pull out, but you know, but that also, especially if they're on AEW the week before. Exactly. Could have a, a freaking Rick Roop situation. I don't know why I kept I was tripping over Bobby Roode and Robert Roode because I could not get past that for some ungodly reason and get to Rick Roode. I don't know why, but clearly he's he's uh, okay to come back soon too. He is okay to come back too. I don't know what they're gonna yeah, do. I don't know what they're gonna do with him. I'm hoping he comes back with a glorious gimmick because that's you his know I, it's his gimmick and we all loved it. So, uh, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now is. I think Santos, I'm also fearful that it is Braun that's going to win this and get the big meaty men slap and meat match. I like Gunther. I don't like Braun. I've never been a Braun fan. So, Yeah. Did you see Shotzi win in the six-pack challenge? No. I'm okay with it, but no. I mean, I feel like they're, they're really holding back Raquel right now because – they want her to be the the person, yeah. But they don't want her to pull that trigger yet, is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they're holding her back for WrestleMania at this point. I'm not saying she's winning the Rumble, but I'm thinking that might be her shining moment at this point. Raquel so Rousey. maybe if they pivot off of Becky, if they pivot Becky off of Ronda, right. This would be a redemption arc for Raquel because I think she faced Ronda for the title. First time early. she was on WWE. Yeah, first time she was up in the main roster. So I think it's a healthy alternative. I mean, I guess outside of that, was there anybody else that could have won it? Sony is doing something with Liv. I don't think they're going to revisit Liv. And Zaya are every once a month on TV. Yeah. So it was really Shotzi's at least been getting name value for the past couple weeks, fighting damage control in that, or it was Raquel, and they, I, they're not pulling the trigger on Raquel yet. And my other is, I think, by Rumble, when she defends it again, because there's nothing in December, maybe yeah. she has to have a TV match or something, and this is where it starts. I think Rumble is Shayna Rousey. Okay. They're not they're not staying together long. Yeah. And I think a lot of people want to see this. Yeah. Maybe Shayna I'd be all right with her comeuppance for a little title run. Yeah. She does diligent work. I wouldn't hate it. Well, and let's be honest, if Shayna does it, let's say Shayna wins that title at Rumble, you don't need Becky or Ronda to be your women's title match. You can sell tickets just based on what the history is there. You know, so you can, we're, we're building WrestleMania. Sorry to cut you off. We're building WrestleMania for main events without title matches. Rock Roman, no title okay. match. Yep. Becky Ronda, no title no match. Title match. Uh, if it's Punk and Stone Cold or Punk and Brock, neither one of those are going to have a title. Mm-mm. Where do the titles fall? Cody's first defense, if it's Cody, against whom? 
isn't main eventing, it's going to start the show. Yeah. It's got to then. The, the way WWE puts their sandwiches together. It's you're it's either starting. Yep. And if Brock is around, he I don't think like Brock likes staying up late. So no. I, I never would see Brock as a midnight start to a match. Unless no, I, you're only allowing him to get there at 11 o'clock after he took a nap. Yeah, well, and I was just going to say, the exception was last year at Mania when they had to put Roman Brock the very last match on the card. Right. But, no, to your point, that's a good point. But then again, are you kicking off a Mania night one or night two or BOGO extravaganza? Are you kicking it off with CM Punk and Brock? I couldn't fathom that. I couldn't either. So that has to end match one. But you're also not starting it with Stone Cold versus Punk, if that's the case, or anything with Stone Cold involved. Unless they're mid. Roman, yeah, Roman Rock, no. No. Punk Roman Rock. Roman, if it's Roman Rock. That's night two main event. That's night two main event. That's already in it in stone. So Becky, Becky and Ronda. See, that one. I. You're not going to give a women. I, I know you're going to say. You know what I'm going to say. Yeah. You're going to get shitstormed if you don't let the women headlight one of the nights. Yeah. And you almost, I, I really think Rhonda was on the verge earlier this year when she didn't get one of the nights main eventing. Peace out, Cub Scout. Yeah. Yeah. So. And don't, don't forget, we wrong. haven't mentioned Charlotte Flair in six months. Yeah, I know. We don't know what Charlotte's doing. We don't know where she's at, what she's doing. If she's coming back at Rumble, uh, maybe she's number five in the women's war game match. Who knows? Her dad but, says she's healthy, but doesn't know shit because he won't talk. She won't talk anything because he spoils it all the time. I don't blame her. Yeah, I don't blame her either. Rick so, big mouth. <laughs> he's, he's 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 the man. He's the nature boy. That's what happens. So I that's. There's so many unknowns. There are just so many unknowns and so many big matches that could happen. But at the end of the day, they have to give the women a bone here before there's an uprising again. And I, I essentially believe that's why you started the two night WrestleMania. So the women could have one night, the main event, the men could main event the other night. But if you're going to deprive the women of that every single year, there's a problem. Agreed. Speaking of depriving the women, Vega against BFAB. Let me say this. And I'm, I'm a, bad, and a, a huge advocate. I say it usually every spotlight show. I usually say it every. Why did it have to be Vega and BFAB match that the Viking Raiders came back? Could have been the, the guys in the tag team and the Viking Raiders just came back and destroyed. And Sarah still could have came out and taken care of. BFAB. BFAB. Like, yeah. Was it just, was it just, I, I feel like they just did it to kind of do unpredictability in the show somehow. But at the same time, you're, I'm absolutely, I completely agree. The focus was originally on the guys doing fighting and then Sarah came out afterwards. Yeah. By the way, glad she's back, but it just seemed like an add on. Did it need to happen that way? No. You you see the shit storms with her right now, right? Uh, no, I don't think I saw that yet. She stole Max the Impaler's gimmick. Who Max oh, is in OVW? Okay. Max has been on T 
TNA, NWA. Yes, I did. Essentially the same thing. Max isn't barefooted, so Sarah is. Yeah. It's the same look. So Max is a little upset about that. Well, this is the second person in WWE that had that same issue. Who is it? Axiom did that, stole somebody's gimmick, at least very closely resembling their gimmick. Yeah. Down in NXT. Yeah, I can't remember who it was, but yeah. So I don't know if they're playing it too close to chest here or thinking they're thinking outside the box or they just are that oblivious to what's going on. I can't imagine. They're independent, independent contractors. Yeah. So they're allowed to do whatever. I I can't imagine they're this oblivious to what is going on around them in the wrestling world. All right. Transition over to Raw. I don't think this guy You broke up, by the way. You broke up. Oh, maybe it's my microphone. Can you hear me? hear you. Okay. There you go. I don't know what it is. Well, deal with it, folks. It's snowing (laughs) outside. Really, the only thing I want to bring up, I love the new Austin Theory. I... I'm on board with it because now we were wondering what they were going to do. Now we know. And this yeah. seems like a good rebirth for him. I wouldn't be mad depending on how this goes and how this builds up. I would not be mad if he won the money in the bank again next year with this new gimmick, this new persona on it. Cause I think this might mature him more and put him in a better position to be accepted by people left and right. So I like it. I do Let's too. see where it goes. Um, EO and Brooke was a rough match to watch. It mm-hmm. really was. Even a rougher match was Dom against Shelton. Man, Shelton could outperform him in a body bag. We've said it for weeks now. Dom needs to go. I hate this. We'll get to Rollins because we need to gush on him for a little bit. This JBL Corbin thing, a lead balloon is going over more. They're just creating JBL 2.0. Generic. Generic JBL 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. Best a store brand around here by the guy, by the way, guys, in case you didn't know. Can we just get Lone Wolf back? Right. I'm there. I don't know if he can grow his hair anymore, though. I don't want him to grow his hair. Because I can't. Yeah, I wouldn't want him to grow his hair back. Just be Lone Wolf Corbin. You don't need the hair. Just just go that route. Because this money gimmick, unless it's bum-ass Corbin, it's not not clicking. Because nobody wants to see Corbin succeed. No. But, again, we said it earlier with Tyrus. He's playing this gimmick. We're hating on it. It's getting the traction he wants, whether we like it or not. But really want him to become bum-ass Corbin again. I do, too. Rollins has Monday night by the testicles now. <laughs> disagree with me. I'm, I'm not. Sign. I'm, I'm sitting in a park right now holding that white sign saying disagree with me. If anyone disagrees with you... They absolutely have no clue what's happening in professional wrestling or have no clue about the business at all. 
Seth Rollins has captured everyone's imagination and has done it by being Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah. It's that simple. The amount of how much he's been able to just transform himself to where he's at now is just astounding to me. I've never seen so much character development or character thought put into somebody like Seth Rollins has done since the architect since coming in with the shield all the way to being the visionary and Seth freaking Rollins where he's now in these bright ass colored suits and he's just got the whole company in the ball of his hand and he's doing it with the US title which is now adding prestige to this title that's what I was going to say I care more about that right now than both titles Roman has agreed completely agree I mean, it's Seth Rollins having it, and it's really the only title on Raw. Between, yeah, him and Bianca. I mean, I'm not disregarding the women, but it's the only title on Raw. This yeah. is the biggest thing. There's nobody on Raw that is at Roman's level. Mm-mm. Seth is, but he's got yeah. the U.S. title, so he's got his own shit to worry about. Yeah. He's your ratings right now. Finally, there's something on Rod like, oh, Seth Rollins is out. I'm going to watch him. A couple yep. months ago, I don't know if I was there. He's always been that transcendent guy. But now I'm like, holy shit. I'm excited to see this four-way match. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, right. But I think to that point, Seth Rollins has always been that guy you – why he comes out, you're like, oh, Seth is on. I'll pay a little more attention to it if I'm not fully invested in the product, right? You hear burn it down, you're there. Just because you don't know what the hell he's going to do. But now, he comes on the screen. As soon as you hear that music, you're transfixed. Everything else drops off to the side, and you're like, I'm here for 10, minute, 10 20 minutes, however long this, he's on the screen for. That's my focus. You're absolutely right. Raw has not had that. I would say in ages, I would say since Cena was running Rick Shaw in the company, that was the last time Raw has had a major player like that. And you guys can, who you were talking up Roman Roman pre 2020 is a different person than the beast monster that Roman is now head of the table that Roman is now Romans must see. Because he's transformed into that in 20, I guess 2021 technically was when he came back because he wasn't there for 2020. But that's a whole different monster. So I, Seth Rollins to me is, I would put him at John Cena's level. I'm not saying he's, he's legendary at this. He's going to be legendary at this point. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, going, going, in he's going in twice. Exactly. Seth freaking Rollins is on that plane right now. And he's finally has the chance to showcase it. He was hampered by Vince, but now he's allowed to just let this butterfly run free and start just terrorizing Raw. And I mean terrorizing in a good way. Because just of how his gimmick runs and how he wrestles and how everything goes down. I love it. Yeah. By the way, kudos to you that you said uh, Mia's going to be on Bailey's team. I mean... The other team, yeah, three is beyond. So we're still we're still waiting for one more. I was surprised that Bailey tried to reach out and get Mia first. Yeah, that was weird. 
to me. But so maybe she thought I I don't know. I just thought there was a weird twist to it. But hey, okay, we got there. So now who's team member five? I we talked about Candace. I still don't think I think this might be left open and we're getting a return for team member five. I don't know if it's Candace now. I don't either. There's got to there's got to be a surprise. It seems Not like there's, there's got to be, but one of these matches is going to have a surprise. Yeah. And I think it's the women's and I think it's either Charlotte or Becky if Becky's healed. So I think it just plays who's who are they bringing back? I don't think it's Charlotte. I think Charlotte would be the heel in that scenario. So I wouldn't want to bring her back. But what do you got? Chelsea Green. Maybe. Now, do you think they're going for a pop on it? Or do you? I, I, I like I Chelsea know. Green, but is it is she going to get that pop that? Well, let's go back to NXT. When they did it, when they did the not, surprise. Not a back year of Charlotte pop. Right. When they did the surprise for campus team and they brought out Kevin Owens, the place went up in flames at that point. So my thought is they would want to have that big, flashy name. Those are the only two right now, barring some sort of miracle, I think, that would get that big pop that they're looking for. And even then... I would not even say Charlotte's getting that big pop because nobody really likes her as a face. Right. I so, agree. She's not a, she should have never be a face. No, I never. completely agree. Never. All right. That's legit. I got on WWE. Yeah, that's all I got. All right. So it's transition over and I'm sure rampage. We can do quickly and then dynamites a little bit more and then we'll roll into our predictions. Um, what did you, in general, what did you like on last week's Rampage? You know, last week's Rampage, oh, I mean, Bandito Rouge was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I can't, that's self-explanatory. Um, I'm kind of, that actually was probably pretty much the biggest thing that I kind of liked about that. I mean, I'm trying to see. I did not expect a steel cage match to be coming out of Jungle Boy and Lucha Source at all. First With match. This, first match out. That's we're going steel cage already. That yeah. threw me for a freaking loop. Um, this is not. This wasn't on Rampage, but just the way the mask working out. The Eliminator tournament or the, the Elimination tournament. What? How are we ending up with two matches at full gear? Because that's where it's seeing, and that's what I think my math is doing right now is that it's going to be two matches at full gear, I believe. I I thought the number one contender, the the championship, the last of the finals was in it. Was the, yeah, but it looks like we're going to have at least two matches because they have to do the Ricky Starks match, whoever wins between Archer and Starks, and then they have to face Cage or like whatever the hell that whole thing shakes down. I'm just confused by the whole. How they is started this? it a week late. They did. Like, they yeah. So I would have thought, are we throw throw it on an elevation or something? Get a match or build out dynamite so that you could have three matches or something like that. But or are we getting? Are those the buy-in matches? Those two are going to be buying matches and they have to come back and wrestle on the main card in between somewhere. Well, I. Th- I think one of the matches is tonight. Yeah. 
or last night as you were listening. Last night while you were listening. Uh, I'm trying to look it up right now, what the preview is for that. But yeah, so while I ramble on that, that's kind of where I'm at right now with what happened on last week on the Rampage. So why don't you go while I'm me, looking this up? Me too. I mean, I was expecting more from Orange Cassidy and, and Shoddy Lee Johnson. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know, man. The best, I mean, everybody just got involved and it was just boom and then it was over. Uh, Nyla, clearly that was just like her go home match before she got Jade. Claudio was out there chatting. I, I don't know. I just, to me, Rampage has not been what Rampage was a month ago where it's must watch. It's that's exactly it. There's nothing to draw your attention or draw your mind to it. I just saw a clip from last year the punk and Kingston promo. I forgot that was on rampage. I got in heaven. Yeah, that was a must watch that made you there. You were watching it because they were both going back and forth, but there was something on the shows to draw your attention to them. But we've said this for a couple months now. Rampage is slowly losing that steam that people, they just forget about on a Friday night. And it just seems like they're just showcasing different things or different people that they just don't have a home for. And I'm starting to think that all Atlantic championship is going to live on Rampage. I'm sure it is. So um, I also just looked it up. Tonight's Ricky Starks and White and Sarcher. So that would essentially put two matches on one of them in the buy-in. So Ricky Starks, Brian Cage would be a buy-in match to face Ethan Page later in the night. So maybe we're getting a... Ricky, I'm. I'll predict Ricky Starks to the finals. I won't say if that's going to be my pick, but maybe it's a Ricky Starks kind of redemption thing, where he's got to fight three matches and two nights to get to the world title. Maybe it's a way to build up Ricky Starks. I don't know, but we'll get there. We'll get there when we get there. I'm jumping ahead. All right, dynamite time. Dynamite. All right. Oh, Jericho, Sammy, against Danielson, Claudio. Still working the whole eye thing. Clearly, this eye thing is going to be a big part of tonight's match as well. I yeah. would imagine. Yep. Uh, I like this. I, I really did like this. I, I liked how both of them are contenders. Claudio and Danielson. My man crush is in the match for whatever reason. I don't think he is it anybody it's fatal four away, right? So yeah. Jericho could lose a title without taking a loss. Mm-hmm. I, I, without spoiling it, I think Sammy's in there for a reason. We said last week, is there going to be a BCC after this? So many things come out of this and I'm trying not to give away predictions. So good match in this tag team match. Yeah. Move yeah. Good action. Um, yeah. Let's just leave it at that. Cause you're right. I was trying to think of something to say and I'm like, no, nope, it's going to spoil things. So we're not even going there. Sting and Darby's driving to full gear. But why, why do we need Darby? I don't know. I mean, I saw something today and I was completely agreeing with it was, I don't, maybe it was Freddie Prince that wrote this and I'm legit using it. Darby's just not being used correctly anymore like mm-hmm. i i we said he was a pillar what six months ago yeah 
that side is fucking falling down fast for me. Darby's on the card to put Darby on the card. That's exact. That's all it is. I I would argue that ever since the team Taz stuff, he has not been has not been utilized correctly or in a good way. And if it's because of Sting's with him and holding him down, and I'm putting that in air quotes, then just pull the trigger on the whole storyline with Sting. It's it's what we want. And maybe that's part of the problem, too, is we're waiting for that to finally happen. Why are we wasting the time to get there? But It's not a main event thing that we're going to be. No. If it's there, we're going to watch it, but I'm not moving my schedule to watch it. Exactly. Bowens against Swerve. Clearly, you saw what was going to happen in this match. Yeah. Please. Yeah. <laughs> but before the match, <laughs> what an amazing pro. Captain fucking Insano. I loved it. I loved it. I loved the new video. <laughs> I need more of this. It, oh, it was a car crash, but you can't look away from car. Oh, God. I, uh, car crash. Yeah, man, look at that. Night. Um, yeah, it was a car crash that you couldn't look away from. No, yeah. I cackled when I saw Captain Insano back in full full view. Uh they they were making shots left and right. Um wondering if they got in trouble for some of the things they said the Jay Leno line probably didn't get him too much love and attention backstage, that's for sure. Yep. But Everything in the match, you saw it a mile away. You knew what was going to happen. We have to get the full gear somehow. So this is that was essentially it. But they keep they keep hit, producing these magic music videos. They're going to be a surefire hit here. Grammys. Grammys. Let's do it. Smojo, he's not a victim. You're not a victim. The dogs aren't victims. This. Whole Wardlow, Joe, Hobbs thing, maybe in my mind, it's all three big men slapping meat and shit. Yes. Yeah. A little convoluted that I don't I don't know where they're going with it. And then the Dark Order just says, There you go, Wardlow. Do what you want. And he takes out everybody in Connecticut. Because that's where it was, right? It was in Connecticut. Yeah, it was in Connecticut. Everybody in Connecticut with his Swanton dive. Can I know Warlow can do that. Right. But I don't know. I, I just, I want Wardlow back. Yeah. Well, I think they're trying to establish him as a different animal beast type thing. Uh, I do got to give props to Dark Order. I laughed at that because it's not, it was finally something that nobody does in these goddamn situations where everybody's out there trying to hold people back. They're just like, we don't fucking care. Just go do it and whatever. And they want to know part of Wardlow. So I have to give props to that because I laughed at them. John Silver always sells that stuff. But this was big meaty men slapping meat. That's all this match is. But I think it just produces now these two branch off matches where, oh, well, we didn't get a fair shake. Without giving away my prediction, we didn't get a fair shake because it wasn't one-on-one or... You know, even in Wardlow's case, I didn't lose the title. Somebody pinned somebody else in this thing. I think it just gets those branching realities and kind of extends us to revolution because somebody's going to get the first shot. Somebody's going to get a first one on one crack at it. Then that next person, I think, gets the revolution title shot. And 
could possibly take it off of him at that point. Yeah. Because I think in this match, the next TNT champion is in this is in the match. Yeah. Death Triangle against Top Flight and AR Fox was just too flippy for me. I didn't even <laughs> watch the whole damn thing. I'm not lying. Uh, no, that's fine. I'm just giving props. I could never do what Dante Martin did was jump on the ropes backwards and flip over. I agree. They're, but, they're uber athletic. Yeah, but I get I get where you're at. So no flippy floppy, but we get what we thought was coming. It yes. finally came and they announced it. So it's the elite death triangle. And Pac's promo, Pac can sell a promo, can sell, yeah. can sell people shit, sell a, drown a man in a glass of water. So it was almost like done. He, he clearly knew it was coming up, but I think he started his promo too early because the TikTok wasn't coming. coming like, the people yeah. that I'm going to face that might be back or might not be back. And he's like, nah, it's back. They're back. Yeah. So, yeah. He had to, he kind of had, to, yeah, you're right. He did have to kind of space that out a little bit. Couple promos like Pac is good but he kind of had to space that out <clears throat> Mox is at the end of the show we have to talk about that as well I am not talking about Brit or Soraya on Dynamite everything I talk about Brit and Soraya is going to be on my prediction so alright let's move on Okay. Kingston and Ortiz the match that you guys saw last night was probably a barn burner yeah So more than likely yeah I can't wait when we're done recording this to watch that. Hey, we got a boy back too. Takeshke's back, or yeah. however you pronounce his name. So I can't wait either. Uh, I might brew a cup of coffee, decaf, of course, but get me to 10 30, 10 o'clock. Let's watch. Tony Storm was supposed to fight the bunny. The bunny's sick. Anna Jay slides in. It was just for Hater to come out. Yeah. Your Bailey could have been in this match. It didn't. Match. It, it, yeah. Anybody. So whatever. All right. To the end. And then I said, we're going to take a break and we'll come back with our predictions and spend some time on those because I think we're all over the world on this. And it is for the six pack. Mox was out. He's talking about MJF. Who is MJF? He's a good singer. He gets a win here. He takes a summer vacation. Worst, worst ladder match ever. Da, 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 da. Mox comes out. They have that little back and forth. Mox, I'm not throwing shade at him because listen to our podcast. There's times that we don't know who we are. He just didn't seem there. I don't fucking know if it's a Saturday night show, a Sunday night show. And I, I agree with that because this is a Saturday night show again. Yeah. Their pay-per-views have been on Sunday. People are throwing shade at him for that. Dude, it's a miss word. Stop. Yeah, exactly. Stop. But then there was stuff, I don't know if you saw the stuff after Dynamite went off the air, that MGF went more. He loves WWE, and he just more and more into this. I posted something last night. Matt Hardy said he is, MGF is going to be the face of AEW for a long time. I think we all agree with that. Yeah. A bajillion million to one million. I'm going to the bajillion million. It's going to be about the money. Is this whole 20, and I brought it up weeks ago. Is this whole 2024 scandal, without ruining predictions, what's going on? You, you know where my head's going. I just can't verbalize it. Yeah, I, 
I think the whole at this point, I think the whole 2024 thing is a work in that aspect because I think during the summer it was legit shoot. He was dangling it over their heads, everything. I think what they did over the summer, and I actually think looking back on it now, I'm wondering if his contract did come up. We could have said 2024 and been talking about that, but I'm wondering if he was working on some sort of agreement and then his contract came up for that entire summer. Right. And then they brought him back under a new contract, under new things, finalized some details. He's there for the long haul because he signed, he had to have signed something massive to come back. Um, one I would think expect. One would expect, but you know what? It makes it that much more better that we're sitting on and he can talk about 2024, you know, on TV and that, but to your point afterwards, very chummy, chummy, good things to say about Tony Khan. Good. He gave, he gave a close to the show, that type of thing, man. I also don't know if that's just selling people more on him being a face in this match. And they're going to pull the rug out from underneath all of us. We're not going to get there. Too many predictions. Uh, as much as we I, love talking AEW, well, we no, to dive more into it. That's fine. But I'm going along with my whole shtick that I've been saying for all along. We're playing the devil game here. So what kind of game are we playing with the devil at that all point? Right. All right. I agree. Yeah. All right, Jinx. We've been waiting for this for probably three months since after full gear. Uh, no, this is full gear. After, yeah, after all, all out. We're all in. After all out. Yeah. That, all of them. All of them. We're excited. This is kind of a rebirth for AEW because when you think of All Out, what's the first thing that's in your head? Punk, the scrum, the scrum everything about what it. What happened on the matches? M- MJF came back. Right. Yeah. A- outside of that? Right. But we loved it. But the first thing in our mind. This is scrum. scrum and MJF came back. Yep. So this is AEW's rebirth for wrestling and it's going to start at full gear and you're going to hear our predictions after somebody says how much they love can crushers. What's up guys? It is your girl T gains here. I don't know what you're doing at the moment, but my advice to you is to pop open a can and slam some suds with the can crushers. Welcome back, Can Crushers. It is time for me to get my delicious cold six-pack from Mark. Will it After happen a finally? a year and a half, you can thank Braun Strowman. Uh, you know, sometimes the mo- I can shit on him all I want, but Braun Strowman got me back to that icy six-pack challenge here. So that's where we're at right now, guys. Uh, all I'm right. excited for this. I think we may be different. On some, I think we're going to be different on some. I'm trying to see if there's a card out here that's going to break this down by buy-in or full gear. I don't know if they've announced the buy-in yet. Doesn't look like it, so we'll just go with what we got. Um, all right, you ready? I I'll work. I'll wait. Work my way from the bottom of this list all the way to the top. Let's we start. might be going in depth about this a little bit, and I'm excited. Yeah, we might be. Uh, so let's start with the match that I'm pretty sure is probably, yeah, this one's indicated on the pre-show. Brian Cage versus the winner of Lance Archer or Ricky Starks. This is the semifinals match. This is one that's happening 
on the pre-show, Mark, who you got in this match? I agree with you, Ricky Starks. Yep. Yeah, it, this just seemed this smells Ricky Starks. I again, I don't think the Murder Hawks winning tonight. We don't have a lot of stock in the Murder Hawk, and Brian Cage isn't really doing much anyways outside of that. So there's no way Brian Cage is advancing in this. All right. Uh, actually, I'm gonna jump around here because uh, jump around. Yeah, let's jump, jump around. Jump around. Jump, jump, jump. up. Get down. Because we got a lot of title matches, oh. but let's start with let's get this one out of the way. Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal versus Sting and Darby. I feel like this is a Sting and Darby win because this is for Sting's first match back. But who you got? See, weeks ago, I said I had something in my pocket about this. And okay. I teased it and I didn't go, give it to go. And I think this was a perfect time to give it to go. Do you remember the main event mafia, the whole TNA yeah. type deal thing? Sting was around it or fought it. I don't remember. But there's a whole TNA thing going on right mm-hmm. now with Jeff Jarrett. You're going to get, I think we get that breakup. I really do. I think it starts. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's full fledged, but I think it starts. I don't think Sting and Darby win because okay. of that. There's a little discrepancy there. This is where the breakup goes. And I wouldn't be surprised if Sting ends up on the Jarrett side down the line. Mm. Okay. All TNA tides because maybe Sting feels like he's not being used correctly in AEW. Could we get a bad Sting? Maybe. Would it be horrible to have a bad Sting? I don't think it would be horrible at all because I think it would. Well, it would depend on what kind of sting we get from this hor on this bad sting. I think it'd be interesting to see. I'm not going to discredit it. I like your thinking on it. I just feel like he's going to no sell a guitar shot, and Jeff Jarrett's going to be behind the scenes after this match. I think this was uh, to me. This smells like a flash in the pan. Hey, we have Jeff Jarrett. We're going to showcase him more. Jarrett's wrestling every week. Well, no, I know you're not. But here's what I'm saying is I think this is more of they had Jarrett, they signed him, they wanted to make a big splash for, say, get him on TV. They get him a big match with one of his, let's be honest, they're, they've worked together buddies, for long rivals. periods. They're buddies, whatever you want to call them. I think we get the legendary no sell on a guitar shot, and then Jarrett's in the backstage area doing stuff for the most part. Afterwards, maybe we see him pop into some promos for Jay Lethal once in a while. I just don't see it being too carried over, but I also don't discredit what you're saying, too, because maybe they have more in mind for Jared, and maybe this is the start of some sort of revolution or some sort of invasion angle they want to run with this, which wouldn't be a bad thing. It'd be interesting to see. No, because so. imagine the people that they could pull. Uh, Storm, yeah, Bobby Roode's partner, because he yep. trickles around in NWA and everything. You could pull him in. Uh, maybe Chris Harris does a match every once in a while. I mean, there's yeah. a, a plethora. You're not bringing AJ Styles over, but Shark Boy. Bring, yeah, I mean, Curry Man. But I just had to throw Curry Man out there because he Thank popped. You. Every time I see Shark Boy, I think of Curry Man. That's just the way that goes. Um, but yeah, no, to your point, they could bring in, have these be maybe one offs, maybe have them in for a couple weeks, just random guys coming in. But I think your core matches. members. I'm thinking mid card matches. 
Yeah. Oh no, exactly. But I think your core members are already established AEW members and they just bring in these random guys week to week for a nostalgic type act type thing. So yeah. I can see that. Okay. All right, cool. Uh let's move let's go to the RH World Championship. Uh Jericho's had been had a rough week. He's been getting losses left and right. He's off a mass singer now, guys. The spoilers oh. out. He was oh. a bride. Terrible. What did he sing uh, this week? Do you know? White wedding. It was white wedding. It was horrific. Oh. I think he just wanted to be done with it. Uh, he did not look enthused at all when he got revealed, which was hilarious. Um, also, I did notice this, but I watched in one intro package he had. He had two pins on him, one with a rock symbol and one with a snake on it. Obviously, if you put two and two together, he pinned Stone Cold and the rock in the same night. Many moons ago, so I thought that was a nice little callback. But anyways, as, as was, a non-wrestling fan watching that, how would you get that at all? That's the thing. They also had a list. They had a list pick thing on there. No wrestling, no other wrestling fan would have got that. Um, if you're a non-wrestling fan, you had no idea who the hell this guy was. But I digress. Jericho has been taking L's left and right, but he's defending the RH World Title against Brian Danielson, Claudio, Sammy. I went first last time, so Mark, who do you got in this one? And you said it correctly. He is defending it against all of those people. Yes. Jericho is not losing this match. This is where that spin that I talked about comes in to play. Mm-hmm. Sammy is going to be the whipping boy in this match. He's going to take the spin. He's going to take maybe a shining wizard from Danielson. Jericho is somehow going to push them both out of the ring. Or they have dissension in this whole BCC could be blown up tonight. Yeah. Because other things can come up later on down the line as well that I've thought about, especially after Wednesday. (laughs) Jericho wins. It's not time for Jericho to lose his title, to keep shitting on ROH and stuff like that. If I would pick anybody, I think it would be Claudio. Otherwise, I'd want it to be Sammy, but then that that cannot happen right now. I, yeah, I, it's, it's not. So Jericho defends. Jericho, I completely agree. Jericho's winning this match. Um, same page with the BCC. I think something's happening tonight. They're blowing. This is getting blown up tonight. Brian Danielson has been well withdrawn, and we only saw him just this past week come out with Regal as his backup. So this is definitely the end of the BCC. And let's be honest, the first ROH pay-per-view since Jericho won this title is in three weeks. Cause I don't think he's defended on ROH pay-per-view. So final battle is on December 10th. Um, there is not kind of solidifies him as defending the ROH. I know he's defended on raw, on, yeah. not raw, on yeah. dynamite and everything, yeah. but defending it on an ROH pay-per-view then is a whole other only movie. watch ROH which there isn't many, I don't think, anymore. But, right. yes, and then he is your ROH champion. Exactly. I think it's just they're not missing this opportunity to put him on that on that pay-per-view as your champion. Who they have against him, I don't know, but I feel like they're revealed tonight. Yeah. I think we're getting after a surprise this after this match, and I don't, but I don't know who exactly it would be. I don't either. I don't so, know if we get a maybe in this match. 
overall, I'll ruin this. I don't think we get a lot of returns or surprises yeah. or anything like that. Right. They can't. I don't think they can't. They have to. This is their reset, as I said before we went to break. Mm-hmm. Well, and here's the other thing. I think um, your biggest surprise of the night, people already know is coming. It's the elite. People want the elite back. So they're going to be, that's going to be your biggest reaction. Maybe we'll get, we haven't seen Paige in a while. Maybe Paige has recovered from the concussion. I don't know what his status is currently. Maybe that's a big reveal because that would be a former world champion to come knocking on the door. But I'd be all right with that. I it's would be too. That would, yeah. That would be a hell of a main event. It returns us back to the first ever AEW world title match to determine who was the champion between Jericho. There's built-in history there, so we have to see where Paige is at at that point in his recovery as well. But I digress. I think there's we both are both on the same page. There's probably going to be some sort of return or somebody's coming out after this match. Yep. All right. Jumping through the list here, making sure I check these off. Let's go to this one. Actually, let's go to the TNT title match. Wardlow, Joe Hobbs. Um, I'm going Wardlow. I think this just breathes. We're creating two other storylines out of this. I think, personally, I'll give this spoiler. I think Hobbs is the next TNT champion, but I don't think it's for many months still. I think that's revolution that match. I think we have Samoa Joe is the first up next month. I think there's some sort of blow off a final battle between Wardlow and Joe and then Hobbs is after that. So I'm going to Wardlow. Yes. On all of it. Exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Exactly what I was thinking. So I, yep. I don't even want to repeat it. Yep. yep. Works for me. All right. Going next. Let's, let's go to the cage match. Luchasaurus and Jack Perry. What do you got? It's in a cage already, and we, this is a quandary for me. And my hands are up in front of the camera, shaking and everything. Not shaking, worried or anything, but you're starting this feud off because they haven't had a match yet. Yeah. You're starting it off in a cage. It can't be over yet. I mean, because you have Christian, who's still, I don't know how long away, but that's when it's going to be over, when Jungle Boy actually gets Christian. Mm-hmm. I think it's longer than we think, though, right? Yeah. It's still going to be about redemption. I would be shocked if Jungle Boy wins this match. So I'm going Lucha. We're going to separate. We're already separated. All right, fair enough. I think we're going to separate again. I think Jungle Boy wins this. Or we tied. Yeah, that's true. I think Jungle Boy wins this because you're right. They wouldn't finish this out, but obviously Christian's not going to let go of things. So Lucasaurus isn't going to let go of things. I just feel like we're separating Christian out of the cage. It kind of limits distractions. I think he finds a way to beat Lucasaurus in the cage and it serves its purpose. Because unless they're going to do some weird thing like they did with MJF Wardlow, or whatever it was where Sean Spears came running it, or was it, it was Spears and Wardlow where the cage opened and then, you know, all hell breaks loose. Um, I think this is going, I I just have this feeling that Jungle Boy is going to win this match, but there's going to be more to come obviously after this. And we're going to continue to extend this out. I don't know what the hell they're going to do after this. I have no idea what matches they're going to try to put out there, but 
obviously they have something in mind if they're rolling out the cage as the first alternative for this. My thoughts are that Jungle Boy is not 100% healthy yet. He returned. These are all my thoughts. He returned. He got thrown into this match. It's too much for him. He needs to maybe take another little bit of a break to get him at revolution. Maybe they think we're going to get cage. I mean, I really don't know how bad this injury is, but it, it could be. Yeah. We're months away from that. I think the jungle boy is slowly going to be gone and it's just going to be Jack Perry kind of, he's going to be a greaser or, you know, something like that. He's going to come out to, I think he needs to die again. And I don't mean mm. it mean or anything like yeah. that. He just needs to die again to have that little bit longer of a rebirth. Then that's why I picked Lucha just to, I'm not going to say it's a destroying match, but he gets his shit yeah. stomped on afterwards. I think from my from my perspective, I'm going to work off the assumption of maybe this is Jack Perry's coming out party. Maybe this is where we finally get the down and dirty, nitty gritty Jack if Perry. If he comes out just as Jack Perry, I'm switching mid show. <laughs> if but if I, he says I'm not Jungle Boy anymore. Well, let's go. Let's go this route. I think he does enter the match Jungle Boy, but I think he's coming out Jack Perry. I think this is the match that is almost that keystone or that cornerstone that changes him. It's the pivotal moment in his career where we have that defining change in character moment where it's no longer good enough just to be Jungle Boy. I need to be down and dirty and be fist fighting people left and right. So I, that's kind of where my head goes to when you start talking about that. I think you're absolutely right. And that's why I introduced it as Luchasaurus versus Jack Perry. Because I think Jungle Boy is slowly dying because by nature, he needs to grow out of it to become more of the pillars because they're not going to call one of their pillars Jungle Boy when he's 45 years old. That's just not. Sorry, it, Shark Boy, but it's not it's just not how that works. It's the Austin Theory WWE. Yep. It's the same scenario between both of them. Yeah. Theory is now a man. Jungle Boy needs to be a man now, yep. too. I, I think Jungle Boy is already a man. It just needs to be we need to flip that switch to take the character to be the man. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. We're on the same page. We're just getting exactly. All right. Uh, Let's let's go. Jada Nyla for the AWTBS title. You said I think you went first last time. So this one's me. Man, I got this is closer than I think, because I'm not sure. You know what? Screw it. This is how I always lose. I always have these moments. No, you know what? I'm going back. Jade. I'm picking Jade. I can't. This has been her toughest defense. Yep. Or I don't want to say noteworthy or anything like that, but one that she had to think about. The baddies are going to be there. There's going to be shenanigans. I I really think, what is Jade at? 40, at least 40, yeah. I now think if anybody's taking this off of Jade, it's going to be when she's 50 and 0 against the first person that had 50 wins. Mm. Sheeta. Yeah. 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 I knew so, what you were talking about. Yeah. I, I think it's Jade. I, I, I've loved it about it's the whole 
Undertaker, when somebody stole the urn, he was weak for a while. Yeah. But during the match, Paul Bear got the urn back. Mm-hmm. Her getting this title back, because maybe a baddie runs at ringside, grabs the title, hits Nyla with it, and then she legit has the title back. That whole scenario. So, Jade. Yeah, I'm working off of it now of... I almost went Nyla because this I to your point earlier, this is Jade's first elongated storytelling storyline type thing. This is the first time somebody's actually messed with Jade, got in her head, and has actually manipulated the situation against Jade. There's gonna I be also, two and a half count on her. Oh yeah, for sure. They're getting Nyla's hitting her finisher in this match. Don't get don't mistake that. There's gonna be a two and a half, two and seven eights, but it's gonna be close. I think this could actually be one of Jade's best matches to this point. So with that being said, I think they get to, I like your theory about Cheetah. I'm also holding out that Statlander might be the other person that could take the title off of her, depending on where they want to go with it. Uh, But I think 50 and 0 is when Jade hits 49 and 0, she's facing Cheetah to get to 50. And then we're going to have that conversation. I think Statlander might be the one to take it off of her, but we'll get there when we get there. So we're both going Jade on that one. All right. There's like 75 matches on the card, by the There's way. There's a shit ton of matches. We're actually almost, we got one, two, three, four, five left. So we're, we're making good progress here. All right. You ready for the next yep. one? Let's, let's do it. Uh, trios title, death triangle, the elite. I, this is a throw up. I feel like this. If anybody is guessing, not what we're gonna guess right now. I, I didn't even write. I didn't even hear yours, and I wrote it down. These are the elite's titles. This is just resetting to when I went to Buffalo, and they were stripped of it. They're gonna run then. I well, I didn't say anything, but I feel like the assumption was there. It's the elite. If the elite's not winning this match, then I don't know what the fuck we're doing anymore. So. Yeah. It's the elite. Uh, hold on one second. I got. God bless you. Oh, it just cough. It was a little cough. I, I don't have my. I moved my water on myself, so I can't drink anything right now. But go ahead. Do we get the elite's first opponents back? And Mark gets pissed because then their first opponents are going to be losses. Maybe. You need to know who I'm talking about. Refresh my memory because for some reason it's not clicking right now. The House of Black. Yeah. Well, the the video came back. I mean, we had that video, what was it, two weeks ago? Malachi's definitely coming back. Brody's yep. back. I Buddy think jumped out of the water this week. Buddy jumped out of the water this week. I think you're right. I think the House of Black is... I don't think they come up this week, but I think they're in the trenches somewhere to make an impact at some point. But yeah. Yeah. What? Mark wants them to have the titles. Mark. Mark's going to speak in third person for a while. Listen, Mark. But they were buried for a while. They all died, this, that, and the other thing. Maybe if the elite would have held these titles until now and this battle was going to be going on, it's maybe time that the elite's going to defend these for a while, is what I feel. I would say, well, let's go off that point. I think the elite defends them to revolution. I don't think it's past revolution, though. You don't, I, think, you don't think they lose it all out again next year? Wouldn't <laughs> that be? That would be it. That's apropos. just a shot. Yeah. If they did that, that's a shot. Definitely. 
Yeah. What a what a long game for that shot. But yeah. Oh that god damn it. Now you're making me think that's gonna happen. They would do that shit too. It's funny. It's funny. It's something that's right on brand for what they're doing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, god damn it. Yep. So House of Black, uh Elite, next year at full gear. Uh, all, all out. All out. They're gonna fight in a scrum match too, probably. <laughs> that's good. Anarchy in arena? Nope. Scrum in the arena. Yep. But yep. All right. <laughs> Up next, AEW women's title. Tony Storm, Jamie Hader. Man, oh man. You know what? I'm gonna do it. Hader, I ain't a hater. Jamie Hader wins this title. Agreed. 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 Hader wins. But. I'm, I'm glad you saved this one for here. Tony's in a quandary right now. It's been all over the place. He's thinking about pulling it from Rosa. Yeah. Like this is punks was what? Three months roughly. Yep. This is now going on four, four, four or five. Yeah. yeah. I think once this title gets pulled, we don't have interim champions anymore because no. no disrespect to Tony storm. It, it's not a title run for her. Like, I, I think it's actually more backhanded here. You get to hold this until Rosa comes back and maybe you guys will fight. If you have it till then we have to progress this whole women's division roster. It's progressed now. Like nothing. Tony haters going to be a great match. I'm yeah. excited for it. Rosa comes back. She's coming back. I'd like to see her next week at WrestleCade and say, how close are you? And she's not going to tell me because she saves everything for Boston Open. But Rosa comes back. Yeah, you have that one build-in match with have it be Hater or Tony or whoever. Rosa comes back right now. She's losing Yeah. to whoever has this title. So what does that do to bring her back? Take the title and bring her back when she is healthy. Yep. Exactly. Do you think they'll make an announcement at the pay-per-view or do you think they'll just kind of postpone it? Like, I I feel like if you're going to do it. You do it at the pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. You have to do it at the pay-per-view before the match. Yep. And you and Tony Khan needs to walk out there and say, "Listen, this title, due to injury length, make up the BS." Because we talked about it. and what is it NWA AWA rules? You defend the title every thirty days, yep. you know that type of thing. Make it up and say, "Champion hasn't defended her title or has not returned in ninety day stipulation for the interim championship. Therefore, she is stripped of the title." This Hook, is line, and single done. This is now for the full world championship. No interim on it. And you go from there. Because I completely agree. The women's division has moved past Thunder Rosa in four months. Because yep. it's transformed itself in four months. Four months ago, Jamie Hayter was not, I think in our minds, that close to being a woman, the women's champion. We've no. had her maybe six months to a year down the line after program with Brit getting it not four months ago, but now Hater is in a place where we're like, 
yeah, she's legitimately the number one contender, and she can be the champion and carry that division fully. Yeah, I mean, we'll get there, but you have the build-in where Britt's jealous. Mm -hmm. Tony gets a rematch. That's fine and dandy. It's fresh then. I haven't seen Hater against Anna or Hater against what I mean. Are they strong competitors? Let's not weigh that out at this minute. Yeah. But they're different. It's something else. Hater against Nyla. Hater against Jade. Yep. I, I, again, you have the built-in jealousy of Brit. It's going to happen. I think we all want it to happen. But Brit's busy right now. Yeah. It may be busy for a while. We'll wait for that. Go ahead. No, that's fair. No, that perfectly sums it up. I think on the flip side of things, maybe we do. Maybe Thunders comes back this week at, at full gear. And that sets up winners coming for Hater Thunder Rosa to get this whole thing sailored out. Makes sense. That'd be a great TV main event. And that could that dynamite. Maybe that's going to be on the horizon. We don't know because we don't know what the injury status is. And that's fine. We can keep guessing and speculating. But at the end of the day, we both are pretty sure Jamie Hayter is walking out of this with the title. They are having an announcement, though, on AEW. Do you know mm. this? I thought I heard that somewhere, but I didn't know. Finally, if... about the fucking video game. Yeah. Did you see the still from the other day? I did, and I love it. So I did I'm love it, too. Back. I'm actually back into saying, what are they doing with this game? Yeah, I'm, I'm more interested now. They had thumbtacks. Because they put something out there. It's imagine yeah. you get people out talking about the game when you put something out there. It's ama- it's amazing what marketing does for a game. Just right? saying. Just saying. Can you have, God bless Adam Cole. A lot's going on with him yet that he's in the news. We'll get back to the predictions, but um, he's got a Twitch, right? Yeah. That he plays video games, right? Yeah. Give him a fucking beta and let him play it so us idiots will watch him play Fight for the Fallen. Yeah. How amazing would that be? I'd I'd pull up to it. I don't watch Twitch. I don't watch Twitch at all. I'd pull up to it and see. For an hour at least to see him and Britt fighting each other? Yeah. Wouldn't Why that not? be fun? That'd be or great. Hangman. Would Hangman. You know they're buddies. So yeah. The fourth wall's down. Let them play against each other. Should Fucking market that. I'm That's pretty sure like when I watch MLB the show, they have the guy has a game for a month before we can get it. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to get a home run with <laughs> Jaron Judge. Oh man, I can't wait to pitch a perfect game with Justin Verlander. Verlander. By the way, yeah. congratulations to both you guys yeah. with awards. Yes. Congrats go out to them. Uh, Verlander, three time Cy Young now. So. Yeah. Uh, but only yeah, person, only person to have rookie of the year MVP, three Cy Youngs and two World Series championships. Unreal. All of Famer. Oh, without a doubt. Even and, without the Cy Young he was. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, completely agree. So I can't. There's going to be people out there that are not going to make him first ballot Hall of Famer. But I digress. We're not. We're a wrestling podcast. Okay. Let's go to the next match All before right. we get down rabbit holes. Tag Team Champions of the World! Acclaimed, swerving our glory. These are all just up in the air. The last three that we've both picked. Scissor me. And it's... They get the win. God love them because I love them. And you love them. They get the win because swerving your glory is El Finito. 
on my end. Uh, my so end they too. still have some. Yeah, they still have. Oh, are they still the best champions? Oh, wait. Because then somebody comes out that's already there, not a return. And then we get the match that we want. Yeah. No, completely agree. Um, I, I legit wrote scissor instead of acclaimed. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'll know. Go ahead. Just draw a picture of a scissoring for the acclaimed because uh, every point you said I agree with. And I'm not going to debate that or harbor on it anymore. Acclaimed. I, and FDR walks out. And after FDR, exactly. Partner. Yep. And we stop this whole shenanigans. Winner's coming. I think it's FTR acclaimed. And we're going to have it. Or maybe and sooner. And then we'll talk down the line about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But right now, acclaimed. Yep. All right. Two matches left. Let's go to the one we haven't touched yet. It's been lingering. I'm going to call it the legend match, if you will. Don't Soraya. give me a, let's I won't talk. give them a... Let's talk about it. Soraya Britt Baker. Let's talk. This is probably my hottest topic of the week. Yeah. Preface it maybe before I hit the record button. Jenks, Paige is the heel in this match. And I don't know if AEW planned it this way. It's what came out of her mouth and how it came out of her mouth. Again, I don't think she meant to do it. She's a newbie in AEW. AEW is going to stick and stay with their original. Britt was was Britt the first person or the first the first, first woman. person? Yeah, first person. Yeah, I think it was first person. You're right. On yeah, I mean Omega, Jackson, Cody. Yeah, they yes they were there. Brandy yes, that clearly they all wrestled whatever. But first non elite person that came out on. That media thing five years ago or whatever it was when I was watching it was Britt fucking Baker. Mm-hmm. Cornerstone. Stamped. Boom. We knew that. I just think it's going to be what people don't want in the wrestling world, but in the AEW world. And I'm I'm still not giving it because I want to hear what you think about. I said Paige twice. I'm sorry, Soraya, twice. Um, she she the bad is she the heel in this match? Yeah, I think it's. I think to your point, that's just the way she talks, and she comes off that way. You don't come into you don't enter a wrestling company fresh out and start screaming, "It's my house," without some sort of bad omen coming around that, right? And you're right. There's been a lot of talks that she hasn't meant to do it. But when you start doing I, 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 it really starts to establish you're only in it for yourself. And that's not a bad thing. That's just the way she's verbalized the storyline. But I think also her talking hasn't been on point. There's been misses, miss opportunities in that. And people are just not, they're turning against her slowly. But surely, I it almost feels like that they've unintentionally started a double turn here that they didn't mean to get into. Because at the end of the fix it, yeah. So what do you exactly? What do you do to fix it here? What's the ending of the match? Um, 
I like what you prefaced with me before, so I'm going to throw it back to you because it's your idea. But you have to fix it somehow because this is starting to get out of control if you're not. I'm writing it down right now, folks. And you're going to say, no, it's not going to happen. It's her return. This is going to be a technical match. Yeah. And I think it's going to be shorter than we think. Paige has been out for five, six years or whatever it's been. You don't want her to show ring rust. So you want a quicker, let's say this is a seven-minute match. Mm-hmm. A quicker match like that. Britt doesn't win via tap out. It's going to be sunset flip roll up, uh, schoolboy, something like that. And then Britt gets the win. And people are going to be like, holy shit, what, would they, what did we just see? Paige, damn it. Soraya is going to be like, what just happened? Maybe I wasn't ready. But this cornerstone of AEW just beat me. So she kind of shakes hands. And then Britt looks at her and is like, all right. So she shakes hands. They're in the middle of the ring and Britt not hugging or making out or anything like that. And then Britt just fucking wallops her and says, this is my house, bitch. You're not in my house. Put your arms down. What brings it back then to the sympathy for Soraya. Yeah. And Britt just sits there and beats on her ass. Sets up another match. There's a story. Listen, we know Soraya is going to win the war. This is the first battle. Yeah. Right Soraya has been out there, can only do one match a month or something like that. So if you do the pseudo, she's got to go back to the doctors to check her neck and check everything again. That gives her time to be off TV and sell this and let Britt run her mouth about hating people and just shitting on Soraya and this, that, and the other. It's an easy three-match then trilogy. Yep. Because then after next time Soraya beats Britt, she's like, all right, let's do the last match, best two out of three. And then we roll from there, and then that's when we get the whole embrace afterwards that they both respect each other, this, that, and the other, and it's truthful, and they can part ways. You don't need Soraya to win this to get her the clout and everything she has. She is a legend already. Yep. She is. Everything she's done, she was speaking the truth when she said all that. I completely agree. I was for her. I will never be against Brit. But it just came off wrong. It just sounded wrong. And I think the AEW faithful, which I believe both of us really are, and many others thought, well, what is this bitch talking about? This is our homegirl. This is yeah. who built the company and everything. You need Brit to, and Brit did nothing wrong. I'm saying she was trying to shit on Soraya. Soraya shit first, essentially. Yeah. Well, that's it. And it was not meant to be. No, it. You always lose. So I have Brit. <laughs> you always lose people. It. We talk. The best talkers in the world sell the tickets and bring people in. But if you're a bad talker or you trip up on things, we, you mentioned it with Moxley earlier when he switched Saturday and Sunday and people were down his gullet. 
it was the same thing with Paige. Or damn it, now I did. Ah, go fuck yourself. You did it too. That's fine. But it was the same thing with that. When she threw her first promo, people were like, "Eh, no, that that was a little off, little awkward, kind of joking and all that stuff." People hated her for it, and it it just seems like people are like she's trying to force herself and inject herself to make it happen. This I love your theory going on here with the three matches, the best of three. I'm going to liken it to what they were trying to accomplish with Punk and MJF to the extent of they were supposed to have three matches and the third match was supposed to be at full gear for the title that put MJF onto the next stratosphere because he was going to win that match. But this time we're actually going to get that because I don't think we're going to get that hate we don't have the egos here. No. We know who's involved in this. Um, we know that outside of the business, the respect and the love is there between the two of them. So this is going to be a great robbery. I like where your head's going. I want, I have to be one of those people that says Soraya wins this. I think she does get this win because Britt's going to attack her afterwards. And I think... I liked where your head went, where it was a quick win for Britt. And then I also agree, this is going to be a short match. There's not going to be a Pittsburgh Sunrise move. There's going to be no moves that involve that neck right right now. This is a feeling out match because, let's be honest, right now, I'm sure they've had their warm-up matches and all that stuff. This match is designed to showcase Soraya to fight, but also protect her in a way that she can come back and fight at Winter is Coming or fight at the next pay-per-view and continue the centering career every month. That being said, I think Soraya wins this just to give her that first big win out the gate. All right. I agree. I, I, yes. We're getting two more matches. So we're, we're, getting, we're, getting, we're on the same page. <laughs> we're going differently. <laughs> now we use page correctly. All right. Let's go to the main event. Although I don't think we're separating on this one. Main event time, AEW World Championship, MJF's cashing in against Moxley. I'm going the devil, MJF. Okay. We're both at MJF. Both at MJF. You stopped me earlier. Good, Good on you. But I've been tooting this horn since he came back. This is Sympathy for the Devil 101. We have been played hook, line, sinkered. He Kissed Tony Khan's ass last week after Dino or Wednesday after Dynamite. The devil's making us sympathetic so that when he wins the title, everybody falls for it. And then we're getting dastardly MJF after that. This is just this is the trilogy. The devil has played us hook, line and simple, simple, and he's gotten his sympathy. MJF. Remember how I said Danielson and Claudio are going to fight? And the BCC explodes. Yeah. This solidifies that the BCC is done. Listen, Mox was supposed to take a six-week vacation. Yep. He's getting it. Yeah. Because William Regal's turning on him as well. Oh. Essentially, Regal's going to go with the little boy that he's always loved. Not that he needs Regal. Not that he needs a talker. Bobby Heenan and Rick Rude both were amazing. This is where I put this. 
Rude could talk to this pen and make the pen drip like the women that he did. Yeah. MJF can do the same thing. Roman now can talk, and we're like, okay, but he's got Paul. The story with Regal is built in for a reason. If BCC is going to blow up, and it's going to be Danielson and Claudio fighting over Yuta, essentially, here to see where he goes. Mox taking a vacation. What's Regal do? Yeah, you could say he's on vacation, too, or whatever. MGF's going to, it's all going to come around. They really never got physical. They had this banter. There's a time, or maybe because when MJF wins clean and the shit that's gone down earlier in the pay-per-view, Regal realizes maybe he's going for a cash grab. Maybe I just, once this whole Regal stuff started is when my mind started thinking, why is Regal a cog in this? He didn't need to be, but he's a cog in this whole storyline. Almost bigger than Mox. Yeah. You know what? Now that you said that, let's take it one step further. Why would you get rid of your backup? Now, I talked about the firm was good. This was a hall of setup. You know, MJF was taking the beating from the firm. They were going to come back and be in his corner after this match. He can fire the firm. He doesn't need them anymore if he has the ultimate villain in his back pocket. And if Regal turns on Mox, yeah, he didn't need the diamond, the diamond ring. Because what did he have? He had a man with brass knuckles in his back pocket. Or a man that slips in brass knuckles, if you will. Yep. Hmm. That's a hell of a theory and actually a very legitimate one. Because Regal could definitely play that. I don't think it's a cash grab, to your point. No, I, no, I, no, no, I, no, 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 but no, no, I know what you meant. But more money than, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's, I think to your point, this is, uh, yeah, you know what? I didn't even think about Regal in this whole thing. Tell me I he's think not it, a bigger cog right now than Mox. He is. He, here's where I thought, because I always assumed at some point Regal was going to get decked by MJF. And I think a lot of us thought that. But to your point, why hasn't he pulled the trigger yet? He pulled it on Sting when they had that conversation. What was it? They had a conversation one week. The next week, he pulled the trigger and hit him. Yep. I thought that was going to happen. And maybe I, but then he got injured. So then he didn't have the opportunity to. So maybe that's why in my mind, I'm like, he doesn't, he's going to wait till the pay per view or spreading him. But man, if you got somebody with brass knucks in your back pocket, that's a hell of a fucking great weapon to have. And Regal hasn't talked bad about him. No. And how do you pull the how do you pull the best version of yourself out of yourself when you're looking to be the villain? You get the ultimate one. You get the ultimate villain. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I I'm not shading you we did forget one match ethan page essentially against ricky starks oh yeah well here's why because i noticed that earlier it's not on this card because they obviously it's not there 
So let's jump back. Ethan Page, Ricky Starks, since we all both picked Ricky Starks. Who do you got? I'm going Page because I still say he hired the firm for a reason. He used the firm. Da, 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 da. It's an easy victory over nothing against Ethan Page. I love him. But to essentially wrap up MGF at the firm, he's defeated at least one of them. They're no longer worthy. And then the firm can actually probably go away because there's nothing with them yeah. left. Yeah, uh, same boat. I think this is Ethan Page. I think the Ricky Stark thing, it's it, it's to help build up Ricky Starks with the babyface run. You know, he's got three matches and two nights. But then it solidifies Ethan Page as the as a great heel for that first title defense. Although he doesn't really need to be heel because MJF's going to be heel too. But at the same time, it's tying up that bow. Ethan Page can now brag for the next six weeks that he beat Ricky Starks and he was the champion. And we can all hate him for it because he beat somebody that's had three matches and two nights and all that BS. So it, it helps build in that heel character. So yeah. So what do we? How many are we separated on? Mm, why would you ask me that? Um, one, because you were unprepared, obviously. Two, three. So three matches. There. I don't know. I, I I guess three matches can make it, but I mean, there's some way that could get fucked up. But at least it's not two that we're separated on, and we would just you know trade wins. Yeah. Yep. It's. I believe of all of this, it's going to come down to the Britain Soraya thing, because mm-hmm. I could see your point on Lucha and Jack. Yeah. And what was the other one that we were separated on? Uh, I'm trying Jericho, to Jericho Sting match. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's probably going to come down to. There's going to be a lot riding on the line there. Yeah. Ray and Brit. So we'll see what happens. All right, guys. We're going to wrap this up. So people can go get the sun at work, essentially. <laughs> Not me. It's the wife going today. She's ready to go out the door. Uh, Jenks, I will talk to you Sunday. Yes. You watch this. I will text you as soon as the first match either kicks off or ends. I'll I'll figure that out. We'll but, find out what's going on. Uh, yeah. No spoilers from me. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your day tomorrow in Pittsburgh. If you I see too. you, I'll beep to you. Yeah. If you see, give a gentle wave. If you see me, we both did our waves. Yes. I love you, brother. Love Um, you too. Just remember, just because you're trash doesn't mean you can't do great things. It's a garbage can, not a garbage cannot. That was probably the shittiest ending we've ever had.